Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast. Excuse me. Let me log in on my own goddamn show. Oh, you gotta be. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight in my Talking Points, it's hard to believe, but it's possible. However unlikely, the state of Oklahoma could be looking at, let me see your papers, please. Either show me the papers or get on the bus. If you think I'm kidding, I've got a clip that I'm going to be playing for you in just a moment. Probably scare the piss out of you. I know it scared the piss out of me when I heard it. It has to do with vaccinations in the state of Oklahoma. And it has to do 
with the possibility of it going countrywide. Now, I know that sounds a bit weird, but I sat here watching this video of an Oklahoma official, unidentified, speaking to reporters. You're just going to have to listen to it and find out for yourselves. Now, there are folks who have seen this and are hyped up. Let me be very, very clear on what I'm about to say. I am taking this video at face value. That does not mean that I either accept or reject out of hand what this video represents. But I will state for the record that anytime, anywhere, I'm going to look into this because at the end of the day, we as Americans have rights. We have granted us under the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, and no law can change that. Remember that. No law can change that. Not now or ever. And if by some miracle, and I do mean by some miracle, there is a person or people out there that think this is going to change by the stroke of a pen? Uh, no. And to the states that actually consider this idea, you would be insane for doing it. Now, I know there are liberal Democrats that would probably do this, you know, liberal governors. But I'm going to say something to every governor across America. If you're thinking about doing something like what you're about to hear, I can say with certainty, there will be people facing you, dropping trowel, and showing you their ass and telling you where to kiss it. This also would go for the federal government, too. But I'm not going to dismiss it out of hand. I'm not going to accept it out of hand. I'll play the clip and you decide. I'll let you think about it. I'll let you make up your own mind. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Aren't you glad you came? This is fucking ridiculous. I'm attempting to log in to my, into my chat room. I've used two browsers so far. I've only got a third one to go with, and that's the one that came with the friggin' computer. If I'm unable to log into the chat room, this is going to be one fucked up night. And I wanted to get coffee. As you can see, I got an empty cup. We're going to try this.
and my fingers won't let me type. This is going to take all goddamn night. I can see that now. We're fucking kidding, right? I cannot get into my own goddamn stinking room. computer. All I need to do is unlock the goddamn computer. A chat room. And if I can get in if I can get into my chat room on my laptop, I'll be happy. Of course it's gonna take a year and a fucking day to get there. Anyway, let's see about the studio. Checking the switchboard here. All right, Gunslinger's here. Hey, Gun. Yo, I hear you. Good. Yeah. Sorry I can't unlock the chat room right now. Mixler's being temperamental. <laughs> I started to say I didn't wouldn't think it would be a problem with the browsers. Three different browsers. It's gotta be Mixler being a bitch. There's three different How do you like that? On the laptop I can get in. How do you like that? On the laptop, I can get in. Didn't need to repeat that. Well, now now I can unlock the chat room at least. Damn it. I'm not logging out of of the chat room on the laptop if I can help it. There you go. In the chat room, you can now converse. You can now. Why does it keep coming up? Mixler, what the fuck is wrong with you? I swear to God, if I have to, if I have to shut down the show and reboot the godforsaken computer, I'm going to be pissed. Now, this is what... Now, I'm I'm going to attempt logging in. And it goes right back to, please log in or sign up to chat. 
the fuck that what the fuck is this? <laughs> Took me out of my own chat room. Now I get in on the big computer. And I got sound on. Welcome to the Thursday night throw up. I swear to God, this is fucking retarded. But you gotta laugh at the absurd, folks. You really do. I hear heavy breathing. Heavy breathing? Where? I thought maybe you, you saw a blonde and you were starting to breathe heavy. Well, could be worse, right? Could be a lot worse. Pardon me. Now, I spent the better part of today looking at my computer and going... What could I possibly do to make this thing better? And then I realized nothing. So, anyway, folks, I'm going to play this clip for you. I want you to pay close attention to it. This was posted on Facebook two months ago. I don't know if the if the video was if the if, shit. <clears throat> I hate when this happens. I start jamming up, stuttering, and I can't stop. It's embarrassing, to say the least. All right, let me try this again without getting angry. Because, trust me, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Shades of Bill Bixby. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. The video itself might have been recorded further back. I don't know. And I have not been able to track down any information online that would even corroborate this video's uh, that would corroborate this video that would give it validation as being something legitimate. But I've got a sneaking suspicion it just might be. Don't ask me why I got that feeling. It's, a, it's one of those gut feelings that you get when, when, you're not, when, when you're not 100% sure, and then your gut kicks in and says, it's very possible. Because they're talking about vaccinations. They're talking about vaccinations. Now, I don't know if they're talking about vaccinations from way back when or what's happening in this pandemic. They do not mention coronavirus anywhere in this video or the word pandemic. So, 
I don't even know if the person who's, who, who you're going to hear from, because of the reporter's question, decided to be a smartass. So, having said that, however, I'm going to put this in motion, and I've, I had to give it a title, because it really wasn't one. So it's entitled, Let Me See Your Papers, Please. Here it goes. It's military to help out. And in the article, uh, I know you don't reveal your sources, but I'd like you to elaborate about the metal shackles they're going to put on the wrist with the computer chip. And maybe, Catherine Albrecht, you can um, add to that comment. Unfortunately, I believe one among several plans to ensure that the government's edict of mandated vaccinations, and by the way, the state of Oklahoma last week passed through its house just such a law for the state of Oklahoma and its residents that everyone will be vaccinated in the state of Oklahoma. Now, having said that, there are also plans that will ensure that you do not freely travel, nor will you be able to really go anywhere without proof that you have had the vaccination at the point that the government mandates that certain levels of the population take the inoculation. When that happens, I have been told by state troopers across the country that there are plans ready to be implemented that would include roadblocks and choke points, as we call them, major interstate junctions around major cities and so forth where the greatest number of people can be held until they are either, they either prove their vaccination by papers or in the case of a medical specialist in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who told me that they had observed a semi-tractor trailer being unloaded at the hospital loading dock, pallets and pallets scores of cases of metal bracelets that once put on would slip into a place and, and be either uh, pegged in there with some kind of uh, device to hold it in place, but the band was meant to be permanent. On top is a chip. That chip will include all kinds of information about you and the fact that you have been inoculated. Now this is one of several plans it has not yet seen the light of day, but it is there. It's in readiness. You choose the poison. It's either slow homicide or slow suicide. They're either going to kill you with the injection, or if you go up and say, sure, I just want to be able to go wherever I want to go, and you take it, to me, that's virtual suicide. It's slow motion suicide. So we've all talked about not getting the vaccination. That's clear. But you may not have a choice. I am told that the plans include buses that will be standing by for people in roadblocks that refuse to take the inoculation. The people will then be escorted to the buses and taken, as I was told, in the state I was in at that time when I was speaking to the troopers, you're going to get a free ride to an ice warm bunk at Fort Riley. Well, it, it, it's one of several plans. We can't know until they're implemented, but I assure you that those plans are in place and law enforcement 
is going to be pulled in. And one of the articles I wrote, I said the law enforcement community will enforce the new world order. There will be many that will not, and that's good news for us. But I believe it's still a majority that will be standing in line saying, get your shot or get on the bus. That's what's coming. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but no. Uh-uh. No fucking way. This is insane. If this if there's any truth to this, if this is reality, and I'm going to re- I'm going to look at I'm going to go over this tomorrow. I will go over this shit tomorrow during the day. I find out it is so. Man, people, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if this turns out to be true, the reality is when they turn to me and ask me for my papers, I'm going to tell them, you're holding your papers. You, you want my papers? See that porta potty over there? That's where my papers are. It's called a roll of Scott fucking tissue. There's my papers. You asked me for my papers, I told you where they are. And you want to lock my ass up? You better fucking shoot and start shooting then because I am not going anywhere. You ain't taking me to Fort Riley, this one, that one, the other one. I don't give a fuck what you call it. You ain't taking my ass anywhere. So you may as well put a bullet in my fucking skull right now, motherfucker, because I go in there, I will snap. I will beat the fuck out of every single motherfucker in there. I will, I will not stop until, you, until someone kills me. So take your choice. Because I will kick ass and take names. Or as Rowdy Roddy Piper once said, I am here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. I am all out of bubblegum. And then all hell breaks loose. So you make up your mind. No jokes there, folks. Dead serious. Now, three, four, seven. Oh, here we go. Starting already. Two, five, two. Area code. Go. I agree with everything that you're saying. If they ask me for my papers, I'm going to say as long as you jerk. Yeah, I know what you are, troll. Goodbye. Get the fuck out of here. You're from last night. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Again, three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Trolls will be booted before they get a chance to do any dumb shit.
So, Gunslinger, you brought this to my attention. You, you put this in the FFNO chat room. And uh, I'm curious. I'm really curious. Do you... <clears throat> did you know anything about this pri about anything about Oklahoma prior to seeing that video? Uh, no. I was just shocked as, as you were. I was just looking through there and got the thing in, in the on this on um, Facebook. I thought, what the fuck is this? Oklahoma? I mean, because that's, <clears throat> that's next door to me. I'm only 86 miles from the Oklahoma border. Okay, going north. All right, so it's right there, 86 miles. And I've been through up up through Oklahoma many times. Okay. Now that <laughs> wow, I 50-50 coin. There is no way in God's green little earth that they could implement something like that. Okay, it, are you serious? You're going to take me to jail or prison because I have to show you my fucking papers? Well, you know you know what I'm going to show you? I'm going to show you that little thing that comes out of the end of a barrel. It's called lead. That's not going to go over very easy. Okay? <clears throat> now, <clears throat> people are these think tanks that do this kind of shit. Can think around, sit around all day and think of the worst case scenarios. Okay? That's probably a worse case, okay? It would have to be. Here's another thing, number three. Why would they? Why would a so-called official, so-called, from Oklahoma, bring this to light? That doesn't make sense. A southern state like Oklahoma. Now I could see. If it was one of them libertarian states like New York or, or uh, you know, California or, or Maine, you know, like nobody talks about all the time, I could see that. That would make hell. That would make perfect sense. But for a state down here in the South, which Oklahoma is a southern state, right next to Texas, right north of Texas, okay, how they would justify that is freaking beyond me. They would have the federal government down on them so fucking fast they'd make the head spin. Fuck think on shit. Two, they he kept saying about the state police. Well, the state police is jack shit. And the the, uh, the county sheriffs have jurisdiction over the state police. They have jurisdiction over the federal police. Federal marshals. You name it. Remember what we've always said. That the County sheriff is the highest uh, law gun, enforcement. Gun. Uh, yeah. This is bullshit. No. It's bullshit. The same thing came out a year ago. It's all bullshit. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. You know what that you know, that guy w apparently was talking in regards to a re that reporter's question. Did you hear what the reporter asked? 
the reporter was was talking like a, like a, like an Alex Jones wannabe. That's why the guy responded the way he did because the people on the stage with him, if you looked at their eyes carefully, they were rolling their eyes at what the guy was saying. No, so it was staged. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And. Also, that person got it from this, which was posted on a, a site called BitChute. Okay? Get a load of this bullshit. That came out a year ago. Okay? So, yeah... Oklahoma passed a bill. Citizens will be vaccinated. New World NWO bracelet chip, Mark of the Beast. It's all fucking bull. (laughs) Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... uh, take from the title of the, of that page I just posted in the chat room a moment ago and I'm going to remove certain phrases and add one word Let's see. The Oklahoman talks about vaccinations for children. The law passed for that. But the only one talking about all of this is is that that post on BitChute. Guess what? Outright BS. Fake news. And you heard it right here, folks. Exposed for the world to, to, to hear. It's fucking, it's fucking baked, uh, half-baked Looney Tunes fake news. The guy on the stage saw what the, what, what the report, what that person was asking and decided, okay, fake news time. Unbelievable. Absolutely unfucking believable. At a time when we're trying to, when we're dealing with a global pandemic, at a time when we're dealing with issues that face us every day, people have to be stupid motherfuckers asking dumbass questions about something that ain't fucking going to happen in, the, in my lifetime or yours, or your, or your grandchildren or great grandchildren's lifetime. 
The guys who decide to throw fake news at that person, that person is an Alex Jones follower, obviously. And I'm sorry, I don't... Some, the flags went up in, my, in the back of my neck real fast. I didn't want to say anything until after I was sure. I sat here, and I, I did my digging. I started pulling, pulling information. The only thing I found was that bit shoot uh, piece. So, now, it is outright BS. And I, am, and I must apologize to, to my listeners and my viewers for having played that crap, but just goes to show we get fooled by fucking BS. Whether it's the liberals or some half-baked weed-smoking basement dweller who only watches Alex Jones and gets their, their, gets their rocks off with that. Unbelievable. I see, like, hey, like, yo, Billy, say hello, at least. Now that the chat room's open, you can say hi. And to put put that on Facebook in a time, like you said, of, of this kind of shit. That's, wow. Well, yeah, well, you know, this is why I tell people, I've told people over the years, I've even said this to you, research it. Make sure that it's legitimate. Don't just take it at face value. You know, I, I, I don't say things like that to people if I'm not 100% sure of why I'm saying it. And the reason I say these things is because I know full fucking well, full fucking well there's going to be assholes like this out there. And look at the name of the person who posted the video in the first place. That, it just dawned on me who that, what, where that name came from. Hey, Iggy. How you doing, dear? Good to see ya. I mean, let me see here. Now I'll open this up. Open up my, open up my Johnny Cheadle. Does the name Cheadle sound familiar, Gunslinger? The last name? Mm, maybe. There's an actor with the same last name. Don Cheadle? And if you look at their at the guy's um, at the guy's uh, cover image for Facebook, uh, rappers and homeboys and stuff like that, you know the the image 
the imagery showing, you know, homies. So, yeah, no. Plus, this person only joined Facebook. What, back in January? Let me see here. Yeah, no. There's a there's there's a lot wrong with this with this picture. I'm looking at this guy's uh, Facebook. And no. It's bullshit. So, what are you going to do when you come, when you come across a line of bullshit? see here trying to get this all now to get on 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 something we know is not bullshit (laughs) although the reasons they they went after Trump was bullshit seems Clapper um, had a moment of clarity he had a moment of where he had to be honest. Take a listen to this. Now, this this is an interview from from with him from CNN. At one point, he, they will lose their their their, their uh, connection with him when they come back. Wait till you hear what this man had to say. But you need to hear the whole clip in order to get the proper context. Trust me, I did. I got it. And oh boy, (laughs) I sat here going, oh shit, he said this? Mm Mm-mm. Him caught with hand and cookie jar, Kimasubi. Here's uh, James Clapper. I collected the transcript of December 29th. Again, that's right. This list uh, of names asking for unmasking from the NSA, that's a separate program than that phone conversation, which was part of an FBI program. Okay, so asking for names, nothing wrong with that. Unmasking. I'm going to rewind it because I think the audio may have caused people to go, holy shit, man, what the fuck? Turn that shit down, dude. If they were wearing earbuds or headphones or they weren't expecting a big surprise. So let's try that again, shall we? I collected the transcript of of December 29th. Again, that's right. This list 
uh, of names asking for unmasking from the NSA. It's a separate program than that phone conversation, which was part of an FBI program. Okay, so asking for names, nothing wrong with that. Unmasking in of itself, nothing wrong with that. Leaking classified information, and by definition, these phone calls were classified. That's a problem, correct? Uh, absolutely, it is. Um, and if anyone did leak the contents of these conversations with or without the name, that would be a problem, yes? Uh, we've lost the shot. I wonder if we can at least get him on the phone to finish this. Let's try to get Director Clapper back. All right, we're going to work. We're going to work on getting that shot. Sure. Jeffrey, stand by. We have General Clapper back. General Clapper, the idea of the leak, which is something that's also being focused on here, that would be illegal, correct? Uh, if you, you know, if, if it involves classified information, absolutely. Um, David Ignatius put out this famous column on January 12th where he mentioned the phone call between Michael Flynn, the, uh, the December 29th phone call. Did you leak that information? I did not. Okay. Now, you have said this under oath. You've said it on TV before, but I'll have you say it again. When you were director of national intelligence, did you see any direct evidence of collusion between General Flynn or any Trump campaign official with the Russians? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, uh, of course, collusion is not a, a formally defined term, certainly in, in a legal sense. But if you, if you read the intelligence community assessment, particularly the highly classified version, and as well as the unclassified version, you won't find the C word anywhere in that report. Does the absence of evidence of collusion indicate to you that no requests for unmasking should have happened? If you would see no evidence of collusion there, why ask for names like this in the intelligence reports? Well, there could have been, as I say, uh, other reasons why you would unmask. Um, again, when you read the ball read of the report, may not tell you what exactly uh, is going on. So whether it was collusion or, or what, uh, you're, what you're trying to determine, does this pose a threat to uh, a national security? Do you remember why you made these specific, and there were three, December 2nd, December 28th, January 7th, these requests to unmask the name of an individual? No, I, 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 don't, I, I don't recall what uh, prompted uh, a request on my, that was made on my behalf for uh, unmasking. I, I don't remember the specifics or what it was in the, the SIGINT report that was suggestive enough of, uh, that I was concerned and felt that I should know who was actually involved. Aside from these requests, what concern... Okay. So, hard to believe that James Clapper... Hard to believe that James Clapper... I just heard myself. Now I don't. <laughs> it's it's a oh man, what a what a trip, hearing oneself. So gunslinger, um, there I am again. There I am. Uh huh. I am hearing myself. I'm not hearing things. 
So Clapper states on CNN he found no evidence of collusion. But if I remember correctly, he said there was. Three years ago, three or three years, almost four years ago. Or, or am I completely losing my mind? Gunslinger? Gunslinger? No, you're not losing your mind. Uh, obviously, they... She was. It, it's, it's, they found no collusion. There never was collusion. Okay? It, it's, it's just like that fucking... That one, the one I just posted there. Okay? It's fake. I mean, they love to push this fake narrative. This is insane. Uh, that's crazy. No, you're right. There's no. They never was no no collusion. Okay, collusion, collusion, whatever you want to call. It, okay, it's just more fake news, propaganda. There you go. Good. Well. They wanted they wanted him to be guilty of collusion. They wanted him to be guilty in the worst way. But there was nothing that, that linked him to any kind of Russian conspiracy to, to to interfere with the election. Now I don't have any. I, I have a. I, let me try that again. I'm not saying that Russia didn't attempt to do this, but Trump's not a traitor. It's as simple as that. He's no traitor. He would not betray his country by colluding with a foreign government. Absolutely. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. That's the number to call if you want to get involved. Get on here and actually have something to say. Unlike, uh, well, here we go. I do believe that's. I do believe the Cajun is the crazy Cajun has arrived. Howdy ho, howdy ho, George. Uh, you haven't. You had to get. A, you had to change it. You had to get a whole I, new. I've been uh, listening. Yeah, you know they, they're trying. They're trying to get everybody around Trump in trouble, and they're starting with. I, I mean, Mike, look, you need to move closer guy, to your microphone or something. I can barely hear you. This guy. This guy. Uh, this Flynn guy is a threat to him, and he's also in Trump's orbit. All right, and they're trying to get to him. And I mean, look, we've seen this happen before. Now, we know they're trying to kind of get him, you know, in jail and all that stuff. And but we got to figure out what they got to figure. It's not working. And look, this judge, you know, is taking power that simply is not his. All right, you know. So 
Back to you, George. Well, Clapper, I, did you hear the clip, by the way, uh, that I played? Uh, yeah, I heard, I heard a little bit of it. Clapper, Clapper, we, we, all these guys that Clapper, Brennan, Comey, uh, you know, all these other guys that we've seen with this, with these, uh, with the, with the release of these, uh, basically depositions before Congress, they're all liars, you know. Oh, well, you may say people may say, well, Clapper has a right to be a liar because he was a he was DNI, right? So, and that, you know, we and and look again with this. You know, they're talking about all the information that came, that he got, that he gathered, right? And and uh, from Britain and other places that is was false information, was fake news. I mean, gosh. I mean, I would yeah, I would assume that uh, Britain would be, and the rest of the world would be pissed at us for using that. For using the information that they said, well, you know, at one point later on, well, we fired the guy and all this stuff, and this information is bad information. And but they, I don't think they have any right to be mad at Trump. They should be mad at all the Obama, Clapper, Brennan, uh, all these guys that took that information as law. You know. So, again, back to you, George. Yeah, I, I think um, I think what it really boils down to is the fact that here you've got a bunch of guys that um, you know, a bunch of people that that wanted to destroy Trump from the beginning. So they concocted this Russian collusion bit. When that failed, they went to the Mueller report, to a Mueller investigation, and ultimately report. When that failed, they tried to tie him to Ukraine so with some half-baked Looney Tunes version of the Russia collusion narrative, only instead of Russia, replaced the word, the word Russia with, of course, Ukraine. When that failed, they decided to do whatever they could. All the hearings, all the impeachment hearings, all this other shit. Well, guess what? It all blew up in their face. Don't mean to be a bearer of bad news. Let me interrupt for just a second. I was just looking at the chat room, and it says you're off air. What the fuck? I see you in there. Uh, see me. See Bill in there. See Iggy Bomb. See Mike in there. But it says. Uh, and my 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 mixer oh, yeah. my mixer software is running. Fifty one minutes and actually at the tone it'll be fifty two minutes. I've been on the air for fifty two minutes, according to the mixer app. So I don't know why you're getting off air. You should be getting on. Try refreshing your page. Hmm. First, okay, I, yeah, right. first, I had a hell of a time trying to get into the chat room. 
Now there's now it's saying I, I, I'm off air. You're no, on. I got you. I'm stupid. You know, something. Yeah, sometimes you have to refresh the page. Right. I, I can I can hear you, George. It's just that the little the little dot the, the timer is running. The little dot just isn't green. If you get what I'm saying. So it, it's it's mixed with it's mixed with us having a problem. Yeah. And, I'll send uh, I'll send Greg uh, the the guy in charge over at uh, over at Mixler a message letting him know that there's been some that there, I had trouble logging in on three different browsers. I finally got to log in, and then somebody's somebody's listening to my show in the chat room, and it says I'm off air. And, <coughs> hmm. Need need. Much, much maintenance came Sunday. But I'll be sure to message him and let him know what's going on, you know? Because uh, the last thing, you know, because they, 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 Greg wants to know if, if everything over at Mixler is working properly. He likes to know, you know, he likes to hear from hosts who, uh, who run into issues. Uh, Try and be as de- trying to be as detailed as I can when I when I do that. Uh, it's also important. It's also important to note that when you do an internet radio broadcast, whether it's on Mixler, Blog Talk Radio, uh, whether it's Spreaker, TalkShoe. Um, Find out, get to know the email address of the support people, so this way, if you run into problems, you can write to them. If they have a phone number, and you can call support, call them. But nine times out of ten, you're not going to get support on the phone, so make it a point to have that email. That email address, you know, comes in handy. Now, where was I? Oh yeah, I was I was doing something funny, and then I realized it wasn't so funny. When I opened my eyes this morning and I found myself hovering on the edge of the bed and I went splat. It was funny. It got to be funny because I'm I'm face down on the floor going, can somebody please explain to me why I fall out of bed so much? And then I remembered I rolled a little too far one way. Okay. Anyway. Um... So let's get into this. Uh... Let's see what we got in the news that we can put to good use. Now, the CDC 
uh, not to scare parents out there. Okay, I don't want to do that. I don't want to scare you, but this is something you need to know. I saw this earlier today, and uh, yeah. CDC warning about mysterious illness that has been found in children. Doctors have been told to look out for signs of a rare syndrome called multisystem inflammatory syndrome. which has been affecting children who had coronavirus. Symptoms include prolonged fever, rash, abdominal pain, and vomiting. The syndrome can be deadly and has reportedly killed three already. It's been confirmed in nearly 20 states. Sorry about the yawning, folks. Those of you watching on video, I can't stop it. It's been confirmed in nearly 20 states, including New York, which has seen more than 100 cases so far. Mayor Bill, Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York City said, early detection, early action makes all the difference here. So again, the symptoms, persistent fever, rash, abdominal pain, and vomiting. If you see any combination especially, be concerned. Doctors who believe their patients have this illness have been asked to report to their local health departments so the CDC can continue investigating the syndrome. According to the latest data from John Hopkins University, there are more than 1 million active cases of COVID-19 in the U.S. As of Thursday, over 85,000 people have died, while more than 246,000 have recovered. This comes as many states begin to slowly reopen businesses and ramp up testing. So far, more than 10 million tests have been administered. So, CD, so there is a new and very and a new and potentially deadly uh, syndrome that affects children. And you want to know something? I'll see if this link will, will, will post in the chat room. But I want you guys and gals and kids of all ages to take a look at this photograph. Yellow cat, how you doing? Now, if that, if that link opens up for you, you will notice at least, and I can see the, 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 the strap behind the, the, this one kid with a red coat on whose back is to, to us, there are at least four children wearing masks and at least three that are not. Hmm. 
Well, proving to be an interesting uh, photograph, isn't it, folks? Now, I don't know if it mentions in this article where. Ah, oh, here, oh, this is really interesting. The, the caption under the picture on the, on the article says, school children wait in line to use the toilet in the schoolyard of the St. Aureli Primary School in Strasbourg, Eastern France. Okay. Eastern France. That would explain a lot. All right, guys. So this syndrome, potentially deadly to children. Any thoughts? Well, is, uh, is this something new that has derived from the the bug, the coronavirus, or is it something yeah. that they? Yeah, yeah no, this. Um, this is affecting children who have, who who have had coronavirus, uh, gunslinger. Yes. Boy, you talk about the uh, gift that keeps on giving. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> tell me about it. I mean, really? I mean, I mean, uh, what what else are they going to come up with? I mean, you know, if, if they say if you stay on a ventilator too long, you, you might as well you're toast anyway because it does damage to your lungs. Okay, because they're having to force air into your lungs, and that damages the lung tissue. So basically, if you don't get off of it pretty fucking fast, you ain't getting off of it. And I've heard of kidney damage, I've heard of liver damage. Shit, what else damage are they going to come up with? Damn. Now this. I know, this is, and, and again, this is, this is a potentially deadly syndrome uh, for children. <clears throat> So it's it's frightening to think that, that coronavirus that something has uh, this much impact. Uh, in the chat room, cat says. I, I know. I, I saw. I saw it. I saw it. I thought I'm on it. I got it, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm way ahead of you there, gun. <laughs> Trust me. I'm getting it. I'm getting. I'm getting in a good mood, by the way. <laughs> I was in a grump. I was in a grouchy mood when I first started the show. Now I'm in a happier mood. Well, there's a reason for that. I'm having my coffee. <laughs> and in my favorite coffee cup. All right. But getting back to what uh, what we were saying here. Um, me, personally, I'd find a way... Quickly, very quickly, to um, get the hell out of Dodge. Find a place isolated from everyone in, in the world. I think you shut that gate. Hello, Cat. How you doing? Hey. How are you guys doing tonight? 
Uh, well, I was grouchy at the start, but now I'm getting, now I'm much better. Thank you. So you had your coffee? I'm having my coffee. In my official Firefox News Online coffee mug. <laughs> Available at cafepress.com slash the FFNO eStore. If I had coffee this time of night, I would not be in bed at all, all night. So tell us, George, what kind of coffee do you drink? French vanilla. Okay, who, who, by what brand? Um, Stewart's. Oh, that must be something, something local. Never heard of uh, it. No, uh, you don't have Stewart's where you are, huh? I don't they're, know what that is. like a little 7-Eleven store? No. Oh, uh, that's a shame. I oh, should have them down there. They'd be big hits. They're gas station and 7-Eleven style uh, stores. The, you know, they have the, they have a lot of their own brand of uh, merchandise. Milk, the uh, coffee, cereal, I think they have that too. But, you know, that's where I I, I have one right down the street. So it comes yeah. in handy. No, in Austin we have a Starbucks in every corner. Okay, that killed conversation. Starbucks at every corner, huh? Everywhere. And, and now, now, cat, try that again. Let me just say for the record, Starbucks sucks. Well, my my brother's son calls Starbucks five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> because basically, that's what they're calling. Oh. Yeah. Five fucking dollars for a cup of coffee? Uh, no, thanks. You know, all the VA uh, facilities has a Starbucks concession. <clears throat> yeah. They do. <laughs> okay, who all is on the line tonight? Well, let's see. Uh, we've got Gunslinger and the Cajun Mike. Okay. And then, of well, course, there's me. What? Wait a hey, minute. I have to be here. I'm the host of the show. <clears throat> you were talking about that disease that these kids are getting. Called, it actually has a name. I don't know what article you were reading. It's called Kawasaki disease. And, uh, no, no, that's that's no. This is something different. Really? Yeah. No, I know the one you're talking about, but this one here, um, cat. Hang on a second. We can go back to it real quick. It's well, called multi-symptom inflammatory syndrome. But aren't these kids getting it after they're like, like these kids previously tested positive? Yeah. They're, they're, they don't they're, have any they're, symptoms. They're effect, children are affected that had COVID. Yeah. So they're not calling it the Kawasaki disease, but it has similar symptoms. 
Similar symptoms, but it's not called the Kawasaki disease, no. Yeah. So apparently, it's because it's a rare syndrome. Yeah. Children so. who, who get well from in Kawasaki, I was talking to a doctor about it, and she was telling me that if Kawasaki is rare, but it, it they don't know why kids who recover like from other illnesses they end up with this inflammatory their lining of their blood vessels and all and yeah so to say this disease doesn't affect children you know is not true no and 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 look i know having talked to my doctor and having spoken with a couple of other medical professionals um, kids can be affected by it. Um, Iggy Mom said in the chat room just now that it, Kawasaki and Toxic Shock, same thing, they just renamed it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it, I guess maybe it is then, the, 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 the Kawasaki and, talk, and, and all that. But here's the thing. <clears throat> the, they, they love, you ever notice they love changing shit to make it sound worse than it is? For well. example, back in World War One. It was called um, uh, Oh shit, I'm having a brain fart. Oh, shell yeah. shock. Shell shock. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. Yep. Okay. Then they called it something else later down the road. What they call shell shock is known today as post-traumatic stress disorder. Do you know that in World War One, the British and soldiers came back with what they classified as shell shock? They would send them back into the units that had the highest death rate, highest kill rate, hoping they'd get killed because they didn't want to deal with them. That's a fact. Um, Do you have a cat, a cat there, George? Let's see here. So to deal with it, and, it, and I, I, I don't doubt that that may have happened. But it seemed, if Mike from New York were here, he's he's the the resident historian. He won't come here. To, he won't be here tonight. I could send him 50,000 50, invites and he won't come. He might show up. Well, anyway, he, he would probably know better than I do, but I'm pretty sure. That. Uh, 
in order, you know, when when it comes to shell shock, they probably felt that, you know, you're right. They probably they probably looked at it as a, you know, so much to say. Well, wait a minute, hold on, back up here. You you're diagnosing him with what now? What's it called? Hmm. All right. Thank you, doctor. Have a nice day. Call the soldier in. You're being assigned back to your unit. If they're the problem unit, or you're going to this unit, and so on like that. If the soldier dies in combat, he dies a hero. He comes back with shell shock, they lock him away. I'm willing to bet money on it. Wow. Yeah, this uh, this warning from the CDC. It's insane. Now, of course, remember uh, the national stockpile that nobody bothered to replenish? That Obama depleted? Well, President Trump says we're going to, we are rebuilding the national stockpile. Now, according to what I have here, President Trump has raised American medical supply company has praised, sorry, American medical supply companies for helping rebuild the strategic national stockpile. He toured a medical supply distribution center in Pennsylvania on Thursday where he reaffirmed the country will be prepared for future outbreaks. He called the Obama administration, he claimed the Obama administration left him with a depleted stockpile, he did, and emphasized he's now working to bring critical manufacturing back to the U.S. Uh, This is a quote from President Trump. So much of the product now is made in the USA, whereas in the past it wasn't. That's taken a long while for us to get to get it. I started that right from the beginning. It's probably one of the mi- the major reasons I'm here. It's called America First. Oh well. Now, officials confirmed they're seeking to have 300 million N95 masks, 7 million surgical gowns, and millions of critical care drugs to prepare for possible flare-ups as the nation begins to reopen. The new plans aim to guarantee supplies are cycled in and out of the stockpile, ensuring that the equipment does not expire. President Trump signed an executive order Thursday to invoke the Defense Protection Act. This will enable U.S. manufacturers to produce the the supplies needed to fill the stockpile. So, what Obama tore apart, President Trump is seeing rebuilt. But it'll still be up to each individual. The, the stockpile is not to distribute to the states. The states will have to buy their own. 
Mm. Oh, great. <coughs> that stockpile is for the federal government to use for the military and, you know, federal, uh, you know, supported institutions like prisons and hospitals and things that come under a federal mandate, like the VA and all. Yeah. Well, right now, the the national stockpile, having been depleted, I mean, Obama was giving it to, to people outside this country. Well, that's true, but we've got to focus on now, you know. Did you listen to that guy today, that Mr. Bright, testifying before the uh, Sums Committee in, in this House today? I tried to catch as much as I could of it, but unfortunately I've, I've been kind of busy around the House, so I didn't quite catch everything. Well, he's, he's going to be well-liked around Washington. Oh, he's called him. Well, he testified. He wasn't under oath, but um, this guy says he's a whistleblower. He was head of BARDA, and I don't know what BARDA stands for, but it's something to do with, um, let me look that up, what BARDA means. He makes $285,000 a year, and now he's going to go over to NIH. Mike, did you listen to it today? Uh, yeah, I saw him, but I still, I still say that yeah, he may be giving good information, but he, he he's saying things that are, I don't say antithetical, but against what the president is saying, and I still say the man has an axe to grind. He may be giving good information, but the president fired him. He's got an extra grind, this bright guy. Yeah, he's, well, listen, he was head of the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority. So what they uh, do is um, he's supposed to be, uh, it's for re- preparedness and response. So, yeah. No, I think he's a little weasel. He said he's out on medical leave for uh, hypertension. One of the congressmen asked him today, he says, well, you're, you're, so you're being paid while you're out. And he said, yeah. And he said, so, but you, but you, but you're okay to come here and prepare to testify. And, but the thing of it is, his lawyer is the same lawyer that, uh, for, um, uh, 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 Christine Blasey Ford. That's his attorney. You know, that, that dark headed woman, kind of a, Butchy-looking woman. Oh, uh, anyway. I know who you're talking about. I just can't please my name. Uh, all yeah. Glory No. No. It was Christine Blasey Ford's lawyer. Right. That's what I'm saying. No, it wasn't Glory Allred. Can't think of her name. Are you rocking in your chair, George? That's not me. No, that's chair don't not. Speak. I think it's me. <laughs> I got a squeak. 
No, I yes. is I is, my chair does not squeak. It bangs a lot when I go to get up. I end I end up going a little too fu- too fast, and I go splat right into the wall. You know, and if I'm sitting back, my my head bounces off the wall, and it makes a loud noise. It goes, crunch. Other than that. <laughs> now, 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 I could, I would, I, I would say something, but uh, I'm going to behave myself. So I'm going to, I'm just going to be, a, I'm going to be a good little host and not say what I'm thinking. Well, it's not Ryan. I was just supposed to talk. Yeah, but uh, this would offend you. Trust me. Okay, fine. The only thing that squeaks in this house are the springs in my bed. Mm. <laughs> there, I sit. Uh, George? Um, you that? You wish... <laughs> no, I'm serious. The, the the mattress is shot. Yeah, I don't think I they replace the mattress. When I I'll say so because I don't think they even make mattresses with springs anymore. No, they still do. They're uh, that that place uh, Bob's Furniture. Mhm. They still they still do. A lot, very few companies do though nowadays. There, there's a small handful that still do it. And how do I know? Because I got a spring stuck in my ass on on, on one mattress I had. Uh, TMI, George, TMI. Well, it was a hell of a way to wake up. Yeah, I reckon so. And, and, and exactly 30 minutes before the alarm was going to go off. I just turned I just turned slightly to the right, and all of a sudden, boing, and I'm like, son of a bitch. What the? I've been lanced. Oh my god! Oh yeah, it has its drawbacks. So Ron was supposed to go out and buy some pigs today. Ron was going to go out and buy pigs today. Yeah. Oh. Yep. That's what he did. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Cheek too, by the way. Yeah. So we ate bacon and eggs for dinner. Okay. I actually was considering making a cheese omelet tonight. Uh-huh. But I passed. Instead, I, I put a little macaroni into a pot. I've got shredded... Uh, Mild cheddar cheese, and I, had, and I mixed that in with a can of tuna fish. There you go, tuna casserole. Exactly, poor man's tuna casserole. Because, <laughs> see, see, my mother used to make it. She used to bake it in the oven. Uh huh. I didn't bake it in the oven. I just make cooked it up on the stove and mixed it all together. Well, that's what I do now. I make uh, pasta, and then I make uh, a, a cheese sauce, and I, if in that way you just have macaroni and cheese. But if I want to make tuna, then I just add tuna and 
<clears throat> carrots and peas and onions and all that stuff and make that tuna casserole that way, but I don't put it in the oven anymore. I just... Yeah, I, I, I actually bought a nonstick pan uh, because I plan on on making... Because the, the, the glass, the Pyrex uh, thing I, I have, it's too big for one person because I make lasagna. Uh-huh. And if I make it in the Pyrex... Uh, in the Pyrex uh, uh, dish, what ends up happening is I end up making too much, and I and even though I'll have leftovers, it's just way too much, you know. Uh-huh. So I got a smaller pan, so I can make. If I do end up with, with leftovers, I'll only have two pieces for leftovers, as opposed to four pieces or six. Uh-huh. So, and my my three cheese, two meat lasagna ain't going to be a three cheese, two meat lasagna. Not with the meat prices the way they are right now. Boy, ain't that the truth. Yeah. I mean, folks, let me tell you something. You've probably been to the store by now. You've probably seen the meat prices. You want to talk about sticker shock? There's sticker shock for you, people. That's fucking sticker shock big time. Uh-huh. I mean, honestly, it, it, there's no greater sadness. When you walk into a, into a store, you look for, some, for, for chopped meat to, so you can brown it, put it, into a, put it into your lasagna mixture, the whole nine yards, but guess what? You're not getting the chopped meat because you take one look at the price and you want to sit there sobbing in your sauce. Well, how much is it up there right now? I took a look at a small package, a one-pound package of ground beef, lean ground beef. It was $9. Oh, my God. My jaw dropped to the fucking floor. Good Lord. And what's worse is the turkey, the ground turkey, mm-hmm. almost 10 bucks in itself. Yeah. That's what you put, you pay um, $10 if you want bison. That's what it costs, $10 a pound. Well, I'll tell you what. What I used to do is I used to get a pound of, a pound of ground beef, and a pound of lean turkey meat and mix them together and brown the meat. Yeah, I make chili like that once in a while. It's a, it, it really is good, isn't it, to do yeah, it that way? Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. see, here for me, Kat, I do that. I brown that, nice, brown nice and even everything in, in the skillet, drain off the gre- any grease, if any, and I'll put that in to my lasagna. And uh-huh. what I'll do is I'll I'll get sausages, and I'll cook those up. Uh-huh. Cut them down into in, into little into little chunks. Put that in there. There's your three meats. There's three meats in there. Okay, technically, uh-huh. I use mozzarella. Mild cheddar, 
and very thinly sliced Swiss. Mm. I use ricotta and Parmesan, cheddar, and mozzarella. Well, I don't want the Swiss. I, I, I put the ricotta in there. Yeah. But usually it's Swiss. Very thinly sliced because this way, this way it will melt. Accord, it will melt nicely. Yeah. But mind you, that's three layers. I know. Deep. I know. That's three layers deep of that stuff. Ooh. My doctor hates me right now because I can make because I still make that stuff and I'm not supposed to. Yeah, a good lasagna. There's nothing like it. I make lasagna on Christmas every year. I mean, I, I quit making like I don't really like turkey, like a baked turkey. You know, a big baked turkey. I quit doing that stuff. So. I make a. Uh, I make lasagna, but I mean, I make it in my roasting pan, you know, like a roasting pan that you roast your turkey in. I make like four or five layers of lasagna. It is really good. Mm. But hold you can imagine, it, it costs a lot to make it. Can't hold that thought. I've got, I didn't even see this, four people on the phone line, brand new callers. Oh, great. Yeah. Bring them on. Mm-hmm. Four eight zero area code. You're up first. Go ahead. Do you know what sex is? Yeah, you and your mom having it together. Goodbye. Nine oh nine area code. Hello, all Hello. you people. Hello, George. Yeah. Is nine oh nine area code? <laughs> I know it Hi, is. George. Okay, wasn't Hello, too sure if you saw my number. Hold that phone, folks. I think I've got. I think I've got. No way, are you there? Yeah, um, I think so. Mixler um, won't let me in. Won't let me sign in. Yeah, you too. I had that same problem. <laughs> I believe yeah. not. I had the same. Problem. Three different browsers. I finally managed to get in. How? No, nah, I think uh-huh. I think what happened the computer. I had a bunch of updates when you first started, and everything was acting funny, and I had a whole load of updates. So I updated it all, and now I got to see what kind of bullshit Bill Gates with through his Microsoft is doing. Tell it me won't let it. me. It, now it I've got won't one let me more. out of the. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got one more one more phone call, uh, area code to go through, and that's three three two area code. Three three two, you're on. Hey, you guys were talking about making turkey. I want to shove the whole turkey on my asshole. Ah, uh, go suck your mom. Oh, let me, let me, let me. Please. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Let me. Yeah, you know, can I, what? George? Can I please shove a whole turkey up his ass, especially right after I first take it out of boiling grease? Oh, <laughs> that, you know, I'm sure he would enjoy that. Oh, yeah. We 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 couldn't be that mean to a turkey. What did the turkey yeah, ever do to exactly. us? He should shove him. Yeah. Uh, uh, he should um, shove a full turkey up his ass, a real one, a uh, a live one. <laughs> Yeah, he probably does. 
Hey. <laughs> oh, I can <laughs> take it. There's some... a whole bunch of wild turkeys that cross the road all the time down where I used to live in, uh, when, I was taking, where, where, when I was taking care of my mother, about a quarter mile down the road. I'd see a whole bunch of wild turkeys walking across the road. Big ones too. Yeah. They were big. You know what they, you know what they do to the deer, right? They always move the, the deer crossing signs. That always screws them up. <laughs> right. Oh, and in Maine, it's it's the mo- danger moose crossing. So we yeah. have all the turkeys standing there going, "Well, what about us?" Right. <laughs> Exactly. Those poor, those poor turkeys, they get overlooked. Oh, you Yankees. No, not here. They wind up in my backyard. They do. There's, we have a bunch of wild turkeys in Maine because they were reintroducing them. And they don't have an open turkey hunt. They have like a raffle thing and stuff. And, uh, yeah, they're just, they're everywhere. Friggin' wild turkeys. Uh, two summers ago. I was teasing the wife because I ordered in from Louisiana. We've ordered in a couple of those turduckins, that is duck, chicken, and turkey. And uh, but I was laughing because the neighbors got had two ducks and two chickens. And I looked at the wife and said, "Now all we need is a turkey." The next day, three hens and twenty chicks were in my backyard. Wow. And it's like, the great hmm, where's the net? <laughs> the great They're spirits were smiling down on you. <laughs> yeah. Wanted to see if I could debone the duck and debone the chicken and then debone the turkey and say, have at it, dude. <laughs> but they are good. Cornbread stuffing and they, they call it dirty rice and all it is is Spanish rice. Oh, but that's it, good. They are good. Oh, you, they you call, just they call you, it, you. What's that? They call Mexican rice dirty rice. Yeah, uh, well, from Louisiana, you know, uh-huh. I uh, they they called it dirty rice, and I said, well, uh-huh. that you know, I I like rice and everything. I said, let's try that because the first year we got a uh, cornbread stuffing, and it seemed to make everything way too dry. So I said, let's try this dirty rice. And all it was that I saw is just rice with a bunch of spices in it, like a Spanish rice. But it was good. I mean, you you cut right down through it, and you cut right down through all three of them, and and there it is. No bones, no nothing. Just 20 pounds of... (laughs) But they are... They are pricey, though. Oh, especially if you have it shipped. Oh yeah, it's it's like a hundred and it was a hundred and fifteen dollars oh. to get it shipped up from Louisiana. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we we ordered but, um, Omaha steaks last what two years ago. We ordered them. We and every year. well, we order them every year. Anyways, um, this last time they told us that they'd be delivered on Christmas Eve which I thought was kind of strange that we'd get our order on Christmas Eve. So I wait out all day almost out there waiting for the guy to come and uh, get a notice. I happen to go inside the house and get a notice in the mail saying, we're sorry, we can't deliver your package. It will be delivered 
on the 26th. So now I call it UPS, or, or I think it's BPS, anyways, one of the delivery companies, and ask them about the package. And they say, yes, we have it here. I go, okay, can I come and get it since you guys can't give it to me? And they're like, sure, you have to call the place up. Well, I had tried calling the place up, uh, Omaha Steaks, and they were closed. I just missed them like 10 minutes. And then when I told them that, they go, oh, too bad because we have it here, but they, they have to be, have the right to release I said, okay, thank you. So we call Omaha Steaks and let them know our dilemma. Well, they sent us a whole new thing after that couple of days. They sent us a whole new order again. Well, they they have to because it's perishable. And right. if it's sitting in a friggin' warehouse, you could get a box full of spoiled meat. Yeah, maggots. But yeah. Right. Yeah, it, it held. It held. It was fine when we got it. You know, it was a little gamey. It looked like at first, but no. the dogs didn't seem to die, and I was all right. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> yeah, you bought for nine bucks, but what was the fat content? You'll have to forgive Rob. Sometimes he can be a real wise guy. No, 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 no seriously. I'm serious. I'm being serious. Because of the hamburger out here, we have, like, there's very little fat that's in it, and it's not really good for cooking just because it's tasteless. You want a little bit of fat in it. And there's also uh, the hamburger that they really didn't extract too much fat at all. And so it's heavily, um, you know, where you have a lot of grease at the bottom of your pan. So that's why he was asking. Because we like the, we like the medium because we like the flavor. Of, you know, we want to taste the meat. Yeah, in Maine, uh, the wife, she gets the 80-20 uh, the a lot. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But that there, I mean, what happened to me, what George is seeing right now was like $9, almost $10 a pound for the for ground beef. Okay. Right, Maine right, was that yeah. way two weeks, Maine was that way two weeks ago. Oh, wow. And everybody just stopped buying it. And, you know, a few no, of us, uh, we, no sent, uh, we sent emails to friggin' uh, Trump saying this price fixing is bullshit. Yeah. Now you go down there. It's back down to five dollars a pound. Yeah. You know, I was on the AG page, and they showed that um, the AG went after people, or is going out. And you, Banger, Maine, was one of the areas that he had gone after people for price gouging. Right. Everything. Everything. Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're buying gas for dirt cheap and charging us two and a half dollars a gallon for gas that they were getting for. It should have cost us no more than a dollar. Right. Oh, right. that's too bad. Yeah, let, let me, uh, let me just I really feel sorry for you guys. Quick. Thank goodness he was on it, I mean, as far as getting that worked out. But, yeah, so he wasn't right. trying to be a wise guy. He usually does. I know how you could uh, miss Yeah, I, I think <laughs> George. That, George. <laughs> but we Very were, low, we George. <laughs> George, you should uh, presume that I'm being this way all the time. Well, because you usually are. Nobody knows how to take you. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what she said, what she said. Yeah, but your ratings wouldn't be as high as if it was, if I was the way I am. Oh, please. please. <laughs> so, Zed, take care of my light work, will you, please? George, you're, <laughs> you should, uh, you what? You're, George, you're doing that thing again. Okay, I got, I'm using my handheld microphone. Ow. Fine. Ow. George, do you have your Skype open? Do you still want your phone? No. Yes, I do. Are you using that tonight? Is it hooked up? 
I don't think this phone, I, I've used it too much in the past couple of days, and I think it's going to die because it's starting to, to crackle. I'll bring you on via Skype in a minute. Okay, buddy? All right. I'll uh, get it turned on and all that. All right. Uh, but let me just clarify one thing, though, Wade. Uh, the the price that I, that I stated for the ground beef was the price yeah. Yeah. The, the price that I was paying. Not not per, not the price per pound. Oh right. Oh okay. Yeah, that's so, that's better. There's that. That's a difference. Yeah, because ours was per pound. For the way my son and I eat, I mean, it, it's nothing for us to make a meal with with two pounds of ground beef. All Especially right, like on. when I make a lasagna, like you guys were talking. When I make a lasagna with meat and five different cheeses and the ricotta and everything. It, it just gets loaded in here. You're talking three and a half to four pounds of meat go into this thing. But they wanted $20. They wanted $20 for a two-pound thing, and it's like, screw that. This yeah. is ridiculous. Have you noticed the shrinkage in it, too? I mean, what's that? The shrinkage? I mean, so by the time it's finished cooking, it's not two pounds anymore. It's about one and a half. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And that's why, you know, when I make a lasagna, everybody finds out that I've made a lasagna. And they're all screaming for some. <laughs> I made a big one for RZ when he came out a couple years ago. Well, I'm telling you guys, if you go online and look at Park, Park Grand Beef online. Yeah. Okay. Park Grand Beef, if you go on their website, it's pretty expensive beef. But we've Ooh. got a, um, a, a store here in Austin called um, Fresh Plus, and they've made a deal. It's, um, it's Aka Ushi Beef. And the store here in um, Austin, it's called Fresh Plus. They sell it, but it's, they must get a really good deal because it's nothing like what it costs if you order it online. But um, it's, it's this family that bought these cows from Japan, these red beef. It's, it's called red beef. I don't – anyway. But they crossbred them, I think, with, a, with another cow. But the beef is like you've never tasted anything like this. And the reason they can't sell it nationwide is because one of the Koch brothers bought this beef too. And and he's a rancher. And something about all, every cow has to be, you know, it's, it's like the agreement with Japan, they can only, you know, um, they cannot sell it as, this Japanese beef. Uh, I don't know how to explain it to you. Um, but there but there's this big lawsuit between this Koch brother and the Beeman family that produces this meat and it is until that lawsuit is settled, you're not gonna get this beef nationally. I'm telling you guys, you you think you eat good that flavor, that beef flavor, this this beef is I mean, it is extraordinarily great. I, w- I wish I could... That's probably what they're doing to the Amish people up here in Maine. 
the Mennonites. What do you mean? Well, they they'll um, they'll try to you know they wanted to you know they have their farm markets and they have their whole milk. Oh, but the the liberals stood up and because it's not pasteurized and it's not poisonized and it's not processed, it, no, we can't be selling that stuff. It's not safe. Yeah, but yet all the, all the preservatives and the flavorings and the antibiotics and the, the growth hormones and everything else, all that's fine. Right. Well, yeah, this beef doesn't have any of that in it. Well, here's what it's for yeah. you. Say, say if, um, okay, a person, a hundred years ago, you had so the way they made it and how it was raised a hundred years ago. And you ate that, and say, say a person a hundred years ago ate our food, who, who do you think would be more sick? I mean. Oh, uh, the, we would be. We, we would be, not them, because with all the, um, all the GMOs and all the, um. Well, yeah, not used if, to if they ate, if. The people from a hundred years ago ate our food today. Okay. They would be yeah. very sick. Yeah, Where do you think all this irritable bowel and everything else is all coming from? And 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 we've got boys at ten years old shaving. Why in the hell do you yeah. think? Yeah. Look at the crap okay. in their food. Good good point, good point. But what do you think we ate their steak a hundred years ago? How oh, we'd be in yeah. heaven. And, <laughs> we'd be and, in and heaven. But this is affecting girls too because girl, uh, it's like every generation girls are getting their periods earlier. You know, it's it's something going on with girls too, and I think a lot of this has to do with breast cancer too. You know. Oh yeah, it does. It does. Breast breast cancer comes from it's it's the hormones that are affected. It's what causes breast cancer. Anyway, what do I know? Right. Well, and you look at all the rich people, the the rich people that strut around. You know, oh, we eat only organic, real organic, and you know they don't touch the crap that they give the rest of the people because they know how diseased it is. Well, it's, you know, we don't even sad. have the soil. We don't have the nutrients in the soil they did in 1900. I was reading this article. We only have. Seventeen percent of the nutrients in soil that we have, they, uh, I don't know, they, it was a study on broccoli, and broccoli is is far less nutritious today than it was in 1900. Right, because they number one, they don't rotate crops. Number two, they don't turn in the leafy part. A lot of it is not just brought in. But the biggest thing is, is soil, in order to retain its nutritional value that it gives the produce, you have to let it rest. And that comes right from the Bible, even. Every seventh year, you you didn't grow your crops in that field and in those fields. Yeah. And today, they use chemicals instead. And those chemicals don't. I mean, you're not going to get your vitamins and minerals out of your produce and your vegetables and stuff from friggin' chemicals. It ain't going to work. No. Yeah, it thanks to Monsanto. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's why. That's one of the reasons why they, 
a lot of the liberals are going into places and trying to stop people from growing gardens and you know not just the pandemic thing but this has been going on for years trying to say that they you know well we don't want that in our town and we don't want this because you go out in your backyard and you get some good growing mix soil and you grow your own vegetables those are good well, anyone ever had tomato lately? I mean, a tomato that tastes like a tomato? I haven't had one in years. No. No, that's probably I why I like tomatoes. them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, they look I, like tomatoes. They they have the texture and then and the, the juiciness, but no taste. I the other night I went to the store. There was no tomatoes except for organic ones. So I spent the five bucks for the four tomatoes, brought them home. Suzette made BLTs, and I swear to you, there was no taste to the tomatoes at all. It was, it was a big disappointment. Yeah, the, no. it's just a name a lot of places use. They're not organic. They're they're, grow, they're GMO seed. They're all genetically modified. It, it they're fake. They're almost synthetic. I don't believe it. Garden, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that. Or, well, we're just allowed to collect our own rainwater now. You mean it actually is still raining in California? Well, when we can't, yeah, no kidding, huh? I hear you. Oh, it was looking pretty scary the other day, believe it or not. But that was a hoax too. Well, they've been striking the skies a lot, so that that supposedly is supposed to help us with the weather. Well, I know we don't have any problem here where I am. You don't have that, do you? No, I got a well. And, I mean, the groundwater here below the house is only about 10 feet down. And you start hitting massive groundwater. They don't call it Waterboro for nothing. Trust me. I think George said it. Where we are, we are over a giant aquifer. We are. Oh, in Louisiana? Yeah. yeah. You guys, you got the water table like, like we have. So that's why you got trees. Right. Oh, yeah. It, it's just all trees. That's cool. But where, where would I get my little birdies if I didn't have my trees? <laughs> the wife, she was laughing at me today. Another one of her furlough days because, you know, the hospitals are so overwhelmed. But um, I'm sitting out back, sitting beside. I got a block set up near where the bird feeders are. So, of course, I have to put a handful of stuff there for my chipmunk friend that comes over and sits there. And she'll come right over and she sniffs my hand and then she'll sniff my feet and then she jumps on top of the block. And yeah, she hangs out with me all afternoon. I, I had to. The wife wanted a garden and I planted it and I built it. <laughs> And guess who will be growing it all summer? Me. <laughs> uh, I don't mind, though. Well, give her something to do to watch you. Right. Something to keep me busy. <laughs> keep you busy. <laughs> I'll sit outside and watch plants grow. Yeah, cool. <laughs> hey, hey, I watch brain dry all day. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've done a lot of that in my, uh, in my no, days. No, 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 no. Rob, I wouldn't brag about that, you know. Uh, uh, that probably explains a little bit of why your mind is it, kind of open there. You know, being a color <laughs> applicator technician takes its toll, George. It does. No, and I'll, 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 I'll be honest, you know, you got you, you, you're doing a job that if I were doing it, I'd be taking one look at the house and, and saying to the to the customer, "Are you sure you want to paint it this color? I know a color that would work much better for this." We had one of those guys that worked with us that did that. Oh, you're shitting me! I swear, I I couldn't, you know, because I tell the guys, like especially new guys, I say, "Do not, do not, do not answer the question that they say. How does this color look? You just ask them." What is the color you like? Never give your right. opinion. Right. Oh, I used to say that in the heating in the heating business. A, a, an old guy told me. He says, "You give the people what they need, and you'll make a good living. You give them what they want, and you'll be a rich man. Just whatever the customer wants. Because if you make a mistake and it's what the customer wanted, the customer pays." But if you talk them into something they didn't really want and it doesn't work out, they're not going to like you very well. That's true. And, and I mean, give I'm, them more I'm information from, they don't need. Right, because I'm I'm from Maine, where the French people up north, where I grew up, it was nothing to see a green house and a purple house and a purple and pink house and. Oh, God, the colors that these people would use. You can see these things from the friggin' space station. Unbelievable. <laughs> Mine's simple, black and white. Black trim, white clapboards. Very nice. And that's why the guy asked me, so what color do you want your... Uh, your metal roof. He said, a lot of people like green. I said, it's black. Just like the shingles. Black. I ain't going to have no friggin' psychedelic friggin' metal roof that sticks out like a sore thumb. But I uh, I got some more painting I got to do, or staining, actually. It lasted friggin'... Sherman Williams lasted 15 years on this house before so, I had uh, to touch it. So, so you still, so no, you still got your duckies and stuff that come over. Oh yeah, I'm just hoping they stay out of the the little garden. That would really piss me off. They get in there and destroy my radishes and my hot peppers, and that would really bum me out. But yeah, they they come over now and then. If she lets them out and she's around, the first place they do is they run right over here. <laughs> it is funny. And they squawk and carry on. And yeah, I'm sitting out there today with the chipmunks and watching them fight and all the birds. And I I can sit right there, four feet from the feeder, and the birds don't care. They'll come right over anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anim- animals don't care if I'm around. I don't. T- I don't bother them. That's why. Well, until they get in the house, I don't like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> they could do a lot of damage. 
Well, that, that's the problem. I've seen it. I've done work on houses and gotten in and had to get the sheetrock out and all the wires ha- were chewed up. Squirrels got into a guy's house and started chewing through wires. And then we had to get in there into the back of the walls and tear all the friggin' sheetrock out and want, run all new friggin' wire. And, oh, God, what a mess these guys made. In his house. <laughs> that bad, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they do get you know, bad. They don't care. Uh, you know, if I think if I was going to be in an area, to live in an area where you have squirrels like that, I think I'd rewire my house with, you know, steel cable or BX. You know? <clears throat> right. <laughs> that way. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> oh, yeah. We've got, well, gray squirrels, chipmunks. Friggin' red squirrels, and they all fight all day long over who's going to get yep. the seed that the crazy human put out. Hell, I could even wire it in pipe and, and you know, and EMT. <laughs> you know, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that that is gun. That's one of the reasons I didn't use that new PEX tubing for the heat system. I used all copper because back when I bought the house in 92 and put it in here, it was, um, or I mean 96, it was still cheap. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, copper wasn't that expensive. So I didn't put the PEX tubing because I knew. I I, Cripe, when I bought the house, the wood stove that was downstairs had two friggin' dead gray squirrels in it. (laughs) So I knew that they were trying to get in the house. I said, yeah, that's all I need, them get in the middle of a wall somewhere and chew through that friggin' PEX tubing. To my heat system, that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be nice. Wow. <laughs> well, but the copper in this house, it, it, I don't if know I it were to redo it right now, it'd be about three and a half to four grand worth of copper. I don't know what it is about rats and raccoons and all that shit. They must like the taste of the insulation. Yeah, I don't. I don't know I, what it I, is. I don't know what it is, but they you'll see under old houses. I've been underneath there where rats have just gnawed all up and down the, the wire, like romance. And eating the insulation off the wire. And they touch together. Short, you know, short out. I'm going, what the fuck? They like that damn insulation? <laughs> it's made out of rubber, you know? You know geez. Right. And, and they'll chew. My R2 uh, cockatiels. When I first put the ceiling fan up, the house was built in 72, so they don't have light switches. It's put into the uh, receptacles. That's where a lot of the stuff is and and everything else. And so there's no light fixtures either. I mean, it was was ridiculous. But so when I hung that and I took a chain and I wove the... A nice black right, extension yeah, cord and stuff, right through it. The friggin' bird sat on the chain and chewed, ate all the friggin' rubber. They don't have no ceiling. <laughs> oh, they, didn't, they didn't put no ceiling boxes or, or walls. All the rubber. No, there, there's no. The only two rooms in this house that has ceiling lights is right. there was one in the kitchen and one in the bathroom. No shit. All wow. the other rooms. 
you got to plug them in. Oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's how they've done a lot of houses in Maine. They used to do it. Yes, they did. Well, I've never been up. Find me there, gents. But uh, no way. If you got your yeah. your Skype's all loaded up, I'll bring you up on the Skype line. I mean, your phone is yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah. Because I'm starting to cut in and out. Yeah, call it in, and I'm I'll just gonna have to click it on. Right. I did a I did a house up here in Oak Cliff one time. Did a remodel. I didn't change out the wiring, but it it's a, it was low voltage control. Okay, oh, it was built back God thirties, forties, and they had up up in the access hole when we get to the roof yet. They had a big old fucking panel up there. It was on board, and they were relays. Okay, and at every where you would think you would have a switch or something like that, there would be a low voltage switch. Wow, what a nightmare that just was. I had too many <laughs> volumes turned on. <laughs> oh, shit. Man. It could be worse. You could have none turned on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Now I'm hearing double and triple and quadruple. Oh, there we go. I found the one. Mixler won't let me sign in, but it'll still give me sound. Yeah, I'm going to uh, <laughs> let the guy in that runs Mixler know about this so they, they, they're aware of it, that people, that people are having... Had trouble logging into their to their accounts. I I tried on three different browsers, three different fucking browsers, and I couldn't get in. I had to close the browsers, and then I'm, and the last browser I tried was Microsoft Edge. Well, I closed that. I go back to the Opera GX browser. And I thought, okay, let me try this one more time. It said I was already logged in when I tried to log in. I close the That's browser. I come back. I'm, I see. I'm. I see. I'm logged in finally. Because on the laptop, I, I logged in right away on the first shot. My clip computer let me log into into Mixler on the first try. Go figure. Well, that's what it was telling me. And then it kept, if I tried to click anything, then it sent me to, oh, here, set up your show and do this and do that. and Huh? <laughs> when it sent oh, me to that, those, those uh, multiple boxes, yeah. do this, do that, I went to, to my, I went, I went back to my, my chat, into my chat room, and I was, and I, and I showed, I'm right, mm-hmm, I managed to get in finally. And I tried that two or three times, and it kept telling me I'm signed in, but it wouldn't let me. It still won't right now. I just tried it. It still won't let me in the chat. I guess I'm being blackballed. I'll send a message to, um, to, the, to the guys at Mixler and let them know, because they're usually pretty good at getting right on, on top of things, making sure you know to fix problems uh, when they, once they're told about them. 
You know, I was thinking it was because of my, I was using my iPad. But both of you, both of you are real loud. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh, George has Mm -hmm. their volume turned up. Well, you you know, each person's microphone is is theirs to deal with. I have to deal with, I deal with mine through an audio board. Well, you're loud. Yeah, your audio board's up a little bit, I think. But that does now. I'm going to have to hang up because both of you are, like, really loud. I I, Seriously. How's this? Any better? Oh, my God. No, I can't deal with this. I turned my trim down all the way. I should be almost non-existent. Is this any better? I'm too low. On my, on my That's a little too low. <laughs> I can't fix this fucking thing to satisfy everybody on the board. No, no, I know. Because I, my microphone, there's no turning volume up and down on my microphone. All I can do is move it away from my face. Let's see what's going on in here. All right, I just turned down the the volume on my sound card itself. Does that make a difference? Sounds the same here to me because it's coming through Skype. That's okay here. I'm on Skype too. Yeah, on Skype too. This is ridiculous. Sounds okay here, too. No matter what I do, I can't seem to catch a break. No, like I said, I think some updates came through, and every time I get updates from this friggin' Windows 10, it screws everything I have set up. It, It just, it screws it all up, screws my settings. George, my uh, battery was getting ready to go out, so I called in my phone, so I'm going to drop this line here. Okay. Okay. Well, I just I just went to my settings on Skype, and you're going to hear me probably in the background doubling, but I'm going to check the sound through my through the cell through the cell phone app. If I can actually get there, I don't know. This you're talking to somebody from Maine, so you probably can't get there from here. <laughs> now I'm listening to the to the show through my cell phone. A repeat a repeat of no ways comments. Whoa. Me, myself, and I again. See, see, I'm sitting right on top of the microphone, and it sounds low in the in the Mixler chat room.
Now, all yeah, my I settings were, the, were exactly where they should have been, were exactly in the exact same spot with all my other computers, and it worked fine. All of a sudden, yeah. I get a brand new one, and, I'm, and I, have to, I have to make adjustments all over again? Well, what it is, it, it, I think it's Mixler tonight itself, because it, like when Gunn first called in, he was nice and clear, but you were lower. And then, like here on Skype now, it, it's pretty good. I can hear everybody. I can hear Rob and Suzette and Gunn. And I, just, I just brought my, my uh, sound card's volume back to 100% <clears throat> and adjusted the trim. And am I booming? Am I okay? I'm... Not here on my end, you're not. But I have my Skype set, so it's, it's automatic. It, it's not going to blow your eardrums out. It'll... Cut it down for you automatically. Um, you know, what's I, real? I, I, I try very hard to do do this broadcast as carefully as I can, so I'm not blasting people's eardrums off. Right. I just I, I, every time I turn around, somebody says, "George, you're too loud." No, George is just fine here. George is way too loud. You're, you no, know, he's he's too low here. And you know what? I can't please everybody. Well, if you're on a cell phone, you you can turn the cell phone volume down. No, I'm I'm on my main computer. No, I, I'm saying if somebody's listening, if somebody's listening in on the phone, they can do the same thing with their with their speakers on their computer too. Oh yeah, yeah. But like my my headset, yeah, I could turn it down. The only thing I cannot do is adjust the level of the gain on my microphone. Yeah. See, that's why I route the the audio through the uh, the mixer board that I have, because it gives me the ability to adjust the volume. Because without the mixer board, for some reason, it doesn't. It just doesn't have the same sound quality it should have. Plus, using the sound the, the mixer board, it allows me to play clips from the clip computer, because I route the I route the the out the outbound audio through the mixer board, and the mixer board routes into the main computer. Right. The brand spanking newbie them that I got sitting here. Right. There, there was one time I was so pissed. I, I spent half hour getting the initial raw uh, audio for a video, and then when I started to listen to it back to edit it, my the microphone on my friggin' uh, webcam was recording at the same time my professional mic was recording. Oh, so God. that sounded real weird. <laughs> that sounded real weird. So then, of course, I had to go back and redo the whole thing again. Nice. Well, not nice, but all right. <laughs> well, you you know me, Mike. I I feed off what I say. There's no way I'm going to record something once and say it exactly the same way a second time. It's going to be different, guaranteed. So all that recording was for nothing. I had to start all over. Start back from scratch. Okay, where was the brain there? Let's rewind it. <laughs> Oh, 
but yeah, I, I I drive the I drive the wife nuts. She can't figure she just can't figure out how in the heck I know what I know and I said, Well, I know what I know and I know no more and I know no less. Yeah. <laughs> I just know what I know. <laughs> You know, just enough to be dangerous. I, I, Mike, you need to get a little closer to your microphone. You sound like you're in a you're in a well. You, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and hang up. If you want to call me on Skype, I'm, I'll bring it up because it might be my cell phone that's giving me problems. How close are right. you to your cell phone? As close as I can get. <laughs> okay. Then yeah. open your. Uh, I will bring you on via Skype, sir. Okay. All right. Here we go. Scrolling through, scrolling through. Bargain basement. Going down. Bargain basement. All clocks, stocks, and other knickknacks. I'm dialing the Cajun as we speak. You know, this 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 would be this would be a laughable if it wasn't for the fact it's throw up Thursday. Well, just put up a couple pictures. I'll bring up the audio or the the video track, and I, I can throw up for you. That's that's no problem. <laughs> and I have I have through OBS Studio. I have the ability to use that ND, the NDI tech. Oh, yep, yep. So people's images on Skype would be would be seen on NDI. Anybody with video could be seen on it on, from the NDI. Uh, okay, now. Oh, there he is. Mr. Mike, sir. Hello, Georgie. That's better. Now I can hear you much better. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're getting somewhere tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm getting I mean, somewhere, but not very far. Right. Well, I would say something, but I'll behave myself on the grounds that may incriminate me later. Yeah. Why? I'm I'm going to blame I'm going to blame Mike for his mayor down the mayor down there in New Orleans. We got to cut that line, Mike, that goes from that mayor's office to our governor's office, because it, it's like that cow moves down there, and this one moves up here. The same exact thing. Well, yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm, I'm two hours away, so I got no chance. You know? Well, then they won't see it. I'll send you the missile. They won't see where <laughs> it came from. Because get, yeah, guess what? The late borrow one of Billy's drones. Guess what the latest thing they they want to do in Maine now? Uh oh, there's new there's a new item. Oh yes, as of June first, if you can prove to the state of Maine through all of your personal data that you have been quarantined for 14 days, you can call and get a reservation in a hotel for when we reopen. And then for the restaurants on June 1st that want to open, you will be required 
to get everybody's contact information, their phones, their where they live, and you'll have to monitor who they set around because we're, we, we need to have this to, for the good of the people of Maine. We need to have contact tracing. That's the same damn shit that that mayor from New Orleans said. I mean, these people don't have an original thought up here. They just don't. You know, and I'll tell you right now, I know the people of Maine. You walk into a restaurant, say it opens up. You walk into a restaurant, oh, we need your cell phone number. We need your home address. We need um, people around you, your, your employer. And what? You're going to call my employer and say that there's a possibility I got around somebody with COVID-19? Yeah. You can, your, your, your establishment can go bankrupt. Goodbye. Right. Right. You know, and that's the thing. Think about this. There's a reason why people down in New Orleans have already started to call her the toilet cantrell. Yeah. I can imagine. Well, guys... I've got a caller from the 205 area code. Let's see what we got here. Go ahead, call it. Got the turkey ready. Hey, hey, suck suck me dry, George. Uh, Go suck your mommy's tit in the basement for a while. Uh, 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 Hey, I can call up a show and act like a stupid dummy. Uh, Look at me. And we've got Robin Suzette uh, open on the line. Hello, hello. Hello, oh, oh, Dan. They're so bright. I don't know. Find me a... This is the mentality of the basement dwellers. I swear to God, the basement dwellers that, that have been calling tonight, this is their mentality. I'm going to find me a bunny rabbit. And I'm going to name him, I'm going to name him, well, I don't know what I'm going to name him, but I'm going <laughs> to love him and hug him. I'm going to call you a jackass and, and then laugh at my own flat. joke. Oh, I'm so funny. I'm so funny. <laughs> well, yeah. You see, Suzette, that's right after they, they spend about five minutes passing the bong around. And then they, <laughs> and they come up with these brilliant ideas. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's just like, you know, I am. You know the kind of Christian that I am. I can't stand abortions. But I think for these liberal parents that have these liberal kids, I just might have an exception to the rule. I, I just may. Agree. We might just have to I give mean, it to you. Really? I agree. <laughs> Go ahead, abortion yeah. bill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because they're just so, I mean, it's, like I said last night, the the teens right now in Maine are losing it. They're losing it. They're not used to being trapped at home. If they're not in school, they're terrorizing the neighborhood. And they've been trapped now for a month and a half, almost two months. And there's no end in sight. I just, I don't know. 
It's not going to get good. I mean, it made it all the way to 63 today. That's enough to get them really upset. Yeah, it's it, it's it's it, it's it's unnatural to them to be cooped up in the house with mommy and daddy all day. Well, yeah, but they don't understand. Welcome to the socialist utopia that you little mindless basement dwellers demand. Welcome, you've got it. You got you got what you you get what you pay for. Right. Exactly. Right. They get nothing because they don't pay for nothing. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Got one from the 646 area code. 646, go ahead. I got a question for the lady. You have a layup. Uh, Not going to happen. No. (laughs) He was sitting there, I got the question for the click. Goodbye. Clickety clock. <laughs> we we can just imagine what that little mindless dweeb would have to say. You're dealing yeah, he, with he wanted to ask all you trolls on the line, and I like can it. imagine what the question would have been. Right. To to all you trolls listening right now, you're dealing with real men and a real lady. Remember that. We're not your kindergarten teacher that you know, you've had since the twelfth grade. So. <laughs> right. Real men and real ladies. I believe we we have Cat and we have Suzette, right? No, uh, Cat left. Cat went. Okay. Cat left. Lower air drums. I don't know why, but she she was saying that we were too loud. Oh wow. So yeah, yeah. these these go these. These hold on, hold on millennials, you know, don't. Mike, hold on a second. We got one from the 314 area code. Go 314. I said, Chevrolet, a pussy fart? Yeah, go suck mommy's tit in the basement for a while. <laughs> yes, See, that's how intelligent they are. They can't even get their phone to work right. Yeah, I mean, they speak before they're actually ready to speak. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so they're the they're the mindset, Suzette, that that, uh, that if they if they saw what a rotary phone looked like, they go, how, how do you how do you dial how do you dial the hashtag? Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. There's no hashtag. You see, they they didn't they didn't grow up with it like I did. Well, no, I've been they been on radio shows since I was a senior in high school. All right. And I know how things work. You better know your stuff, number one. You better, and you better not be a joker. I mean, you, you can be somewhat of a joker, but not like these guys, or else those guys on 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 uh, terrestrial radio, they'll hang up on you like that, you know. Yeah, but you see, on on, on regular radio, uh, they have call screeners. Right. So it's it's not like, you know, they're going to they're going to get away with that shit. Now, one time, now I I I'm bringing Boyd on. Yeah, this now, is bull crap. I saw him I saw him get into the chat room and I tried again and it, it told me I wasn't allowed. 
<laughs> it still won't let me in, no matter what. I had to, I had to, uh, I had to get another account. Yeah, that's probably what they're going to try to do to me. Did did that work? Did yeah, well, another account work? Yeah. Because I tried all three of my names and they wouldn't let me in, wouldn't let Suzette in, and I was like, oh, I got it. George finally banned me. No. <laughs> hey, listen. I, it's understandable. I, 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 it's I'm understandable. I couldn't even get in for the longest time. <laughs> now, here's the deal, though, with me. Uh, I had all my passwords on a, you know, on a stick, on a uh, memory stick. Well, that thing got, something happened to it. It got whapped, and now I'm having to, go through them all again and see which ones work and, you know, do it again, you know, go through it again. So that's that's what's happening with me today. Yeah, I was just thinking after that last caller that, you know, these um, are young men and God help us, they're the future of our country. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Very Joseph. Big sigh. And, and that's it. I mean, I I know how it is. The the elderly widow right next door that has the ducks and the chickens. She's. I don't know where these people get their understanding. Her grandson lives with her with his wife. He works a good job. But yet her, at 72, had to go out and get another job and and get a job to pay the bills. What? And it, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. So she went back. She works at a preschool. And she was carrying on. She goes, 72. 72, Wow. Yeah, and she had to go back to work to pay the bills, and, and I'm thinking, what the heck is he doing with all his yeah. money? And my my oldest son knows him, so he they they party it up. If he's not working, they're partying. And I'm looking over there now. He's got another four-wheeler that he's tearing her lawn all up with next door, and he just blows all of his money. Doesn't help her at all, but... What was funny is she she came over here to chat one night, mm-hmm. and uh, I had mentioned something about the schools. First thing out of her mouth, typical school employee, it's the parents. And I go, the parents? I said, what they're teaching these kids in school that's the problem. Oh, no, we can't hurt them, and we can't stress them out. And it's it's the parents. We have this one four-year-old. You have to do, watch around all day. You have to do what I say because I'm the boss. I looked at her. I said, that's one. I'm talking about the 2,000 that go to this school system. They are no better. They didn't get that from their parents. They got that from the school. Huh? Oh, we can agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's the thing, is 
this is what's happened is that the, they're pampering these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it's the the biggest biggest thing here is, is counseling. We have more counselors in our school system than we do teachers. Well, it's a, it's a combination of the the two, I think, uh, Noe, that, you know, you have uh, school districts with their policies, their ridiculous, stupid policies that coddle the children, and then, then they go home and the parents have to reinforce that coddling. Otherwise, they're bad parents, and next thing you know, they oh, get taken yeah. away to social services. So, you know, they're feeding each other, right. but not not right. um, not necessarily uh, because they want to, <laughs> you know. Well, there's, I I will say there, I do know a lot of parents that, I mean, my sister was one. She refused. There was no spanking, none. And the day she changed her mind on that was when her oldest was 14 years old and figured, I'm going to do what I want anyway. And not only did he slap my sister across the face, but he threw her right into the wall, and oh, I man. will do whatever I want. Because he learned no respect, none. Yeah. Still I, remember, uh, I remember many years ago, um, when I was still living in my hometown, uh, I went up to the high school, uh, because uh, not far from the high school, the, the, the fire department was up with a house... Uh, and they had just finished, you know, putting the house, the fire out, and uh, they were doing smoke extrication and stuff. Well, all the, a lot of kids were standing outside the school when they were supposed to be in school, and this one teacher, you know, went to the ringleader, the one who who told the kids, "Come on, let's go out and see what's going on." He went right up to this kid, got practically nose to nose with the kid. And this teacher, I'd say he was probably five feet, five inches tall. The kid was almost 6'2". But this teacher didn't give a damn. He walked right up to the kid and at the top of his lungs said, Get your ass back in class, or I'm going to kick your ass all the way into the building. All the kids went right, started heading right back into, cl- into school. But that one kid... That he was talking to, looked him in the eye and said, I'd like to see you. And before he could say the word try, that teacher grabbed him by the shirt collar, spun him around, and pushed him into school. And he said, but I thought you were going to kick my ass into school. The teacher said, I lied. Get the (laughs) hell in there. That's it. Well, when he got inside the door, I saw him make the sharp left turn to the principal's office. I'm like, oops, wouldn't want to be in that boy's shoes because I know the principal. About an hour later, I go into the school because I knew the secretaries in the, in the principal's office. And I said, so how would you make out with that, with that smart ass? <clears throat> the kid's sitting in the principal's office. The door is open. And I just blurted out, if that was my son... He wouldn't be able to sit down for a month. Yeah. If I had pulled that, I wouldn't be able to sit down for a month. Yeah, no shit. My father <laughs> used the belt. <laughs> well, believe me, my mother didn't believe in uh, corporal punishment. 
but she made you think she would. Right. That cast iron frying pan I spoke about many times, <laughs> guess what? She wouldn't use it, but she sure made you think she would. Psychological and very methodical. Mom right. was not going to sit there and let let me get away with anything. And if I got in trouble in school, boy, did she lower the boom. She would stand right in, in front of me at the table with the cast iron frying pan, her arms folded, the cast iron frying pan in her hand and go, you've got homework? Get to it. Don't butt me or you won't be able to sit on yours. Get to it. Yes, Mom. And I can start yeah. going right to my homework. And then she, my, just, my dad used she wouldn't say another word. Now she would my, turn my and she would point in the direction of my bedroom. Not saying anything, but the frying pan is still in her hand. And she would point with her other hand toward my bedroom. And if I didn't get up from that table and make a beeline for that for them stairs... She would turn as red as my shirt. Her eyes would start to bulge, and of course, that's when I knew my ass was grass, and she was the lawnmower. I grew up at a time when spanking your kid was still allowed. I grew up at a time when, when your parent, when you, if your mother told you to do something and you didn't do it, man, you were in trouble. The kids in my neighborhood knew full well that when their mother said. Boy, go and get me a switch. Whoops. Uh, I'd be walking up the street going, see you later, guys. Have fun. <laughs> Needless to say, that back then you didn't do the shit they're doing today. Today, because parents aren't allowed to spank their children, no. it's child abuse. They're not allowed to yell at their children. It's child abuse. You cannot punish your child. You know, take away their Xbox, their uh, Wii's, and their this and that, their cell phones, their iPads, and shit like that. That's considered child abuse now. So what happens? The children are raising the parents, telling the parents to go fuck themselves, literally. Right. A friend of mine... (coughs) friend of mine, his son, told him, fuck off, Dad. Well, I know this guy all too well. I know his, his temperament and mentality. He turned around, he grabbed, the, he grabbed his son by the shirt, pulled him close, and said, the only way I'm going to fuck off is if I knock you out. Talk to me like that again, and you'll be wearing my fist on your face. Mm-hmm. He would never use his fist. But he let his son think he would. Oh yeah. Well, unfortunately, his son for him, his son called the police on his father. Damn. This is the kind of youth we have today, where they can turn around and call the cops on their parents, even if the parents didn't do anything. As far as the police are concerned, oh, you threatened your child. Not going to happen. And in some cases, they would get arrested. So, believe me, everybody, today's, today's youth are spoiled, rotten, basement-dwelling pieces of shit that don't have an ounce of brains that God gave them. 
Right? And that's what the politicians want. They want a bunch of little drones. Mm-hmm. But you know they what what and that's because they're not being taught. They're they're not being taught of what true socialism and communism is. I mean, <laughs> in the world, I don't know. You know, uh, I, I know I know Bill Cosby isn't the best. You know, isn't the best of guys, but. He did in that same in that same uh, thing uh, in that same thing with the dentist. He did one on disciplining. He did a, a bit on disciplining kids. If I could find that, I'd get it. But you know, that well, they 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 have to be. If they're not being taught that there is a certain order of civility to this country. And, you know, they're, they're told, do whatever. See, when I went to school, we heard, you can be whatever you want to be. Just apply yourself. Nowadays, they tell the kids, you can do whatever you want to do. But the kids take do, not as a job. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. Hi. And when they get into the real world, what do they do? They end up in the judicial prison system. I mean, there, there's there's kids here I've seen that had that attitude. And since they got out of school, they have spent more time in jail than they have free on the street. And they still won't friggin' learn. They still go out and do the same stupid crap. I can do whatever I want to do. It's just like... Right. You know, and that's... If you remember the... Uh, uh, what was the name of it? Well, Marjorie Stallman Douglas High School. What led to that... What led to that thing is... Is that they were following... Partially, they were following this... this edict from Obama about oh we're not gonna these guys these troubled kids we're not gonna send them we're not gonna suspend them we're not gonna expel them we're not even gonna have the cops come and try to arrest them you know and right. well the kid that did the shooting at that high school what what happened he had a long history of being antisocial and all this crap and getting in trouble and stuff like that and and they refused to arrest the man, the guy, you know? And that's from Obama. That, oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean look look what we got from Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't the fit the husbands and wives were breaking up because well the president eating's not cheating, so hey <laughs> yep. You know? We can also thank Hollywood. Yeah, it's like. Television, too, when you think about it. When we had Leave It to Beaver Cleaver on television, people were taught to respect their parents, and so they were like the model that people followed, your average citizen. But right. then when the 60s hit, then you had the radicals out there. And television and Hollywood movies started to change. 
and so did the public. And now the television right. shows it, on television are just ridiculous, and there's absolutely no respect for the parents. The kids rule the household, and what's happening? The public's emulating them. Mm-hmm. Well, right. hey, everybody. I've got a 740 area code. Let's see what we have here. 740, go. Suzette, can you spank me? I've got a rage. You gotta go and suck your mommy's tit in the basement, boy. Nice try, no cigar. Suzette, I got a board with two by I got a two by four with uh, ten penny nails in it if you want to spank his ass. <laughs> well, I thought I was just using my foot. You know, get it done. Hey, <laughs> four oh, four whatever it is. Erica, it is. I bet that's not New York. I'd have to come to you to do it. If I spank him, he might like it. So this way I just use my foot and get her done, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Put put a put a pair of stilettos on and have and and, and, and strap some uh, some nails to the to the heel. Okay. Here. Wham Give him a good swift kick in the ass with that. Make sure they're rusty nails. Oh yeah, nothing, nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. Because I mean, you know, it was always easy for me. I'd look at my boys. You want this size twelve up your ass? Nope. <laughs> size twelve, triple E. Got a real wide foot. My, my my brother, when I was growing up, great guy. He was a really great guy. He knew how to how to how to how to really put things in perspective. He looked at me one day when I was a, when I was a, when I was about twelve years old, and he said, "You know, if you keep pushing mom the way you're doing, she's gonna wail your ass till it's as red as red can get. She, your ass will look like a fire truck." And I just looked at him and said, "She wouldn't do that, Billy." And he goes, oh, no, ask her what happened to me when I was your age. Dun, 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 dun. Stupid me. Guess what I did? I went down. No, when you asked your mother. That's right. I asked mom. So I said, mom, Billy tells me that, 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 that if I keep pushing you like I'm doing, you're going you're gonna to paddle my butt till it's as red as a fire truck. She just looked at me put a big grin on her face, turned her eyebrows till they looked like evil eyebrows, and she went just like this, no joke. Yes. And worse. You want to see how fast I ran up those fucking stairs? I, I don't know <laughs> I how my young... Stairs, I dove under my bed. I said, Billy, you were right. You were right. He goes, I don't know how my younger brother did it one time, but he did get in trouble. He'd done some stupid shit, and Dad had his belt, and he looked right at Dad and says, beat me all you want. I'm only going to laugh. And you could hear that belt. And the only thing I heard my younger brother do was laugh. And the more he laughed, the more pissed off that guy. Yeah, and then finally Mom had to step in because Dad was getting so pissed off, and all he would do was laugh. But boy, I'll tell you, the second Dad walked out of our room, he was crying. Yes, he was. 
But yeah, the whole time I don't know how he did it, but he did it. He put up a, he put up a hell of a front. Yeah, he or sure did. Today would call it perpetrating a fraud. Oh, you mean like he does in his church every Sunday? Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> hey, I hope I hope your brother's not listening to this show. I mean, God forbid. I mean, oh my, my my brothers and sisters don't listen to me. The wife sitting right here a month ago. Oh, I got a feeling we're going to get a call from one of them. I said, they're not going to call. They're probably looking in the obituaries to see when I've died from it, for God's sakes. That's what my brothers and sisters think of me. Well, but yeah, they don't, uh, they couldn't care less. When, but what when, he, when it comes to siblings, my, my, my brother, God rest him, uh, my two sisters, yeah, typical siblings. I mean, we we fought, we argued, we laughed, and and we and we piled around and joked. Um, I remember one time uh, for Halloween that I was invited to a Halloween party, and my brother said, "Well, we gotta we gotta do something really good with you, but you're too short to be Frankenstein." Well, my mother is, is sitting right there in the living room while Billy's telling me this, and she goes. Well, wait a minute, Billy. What about your black platform shoes, which I ended up inheriting two years later? And he goes, hmm. So mom went and got a box, a small box. She went to the store, bought a wig, glued it to the box, cut it to look like Frankenstein's hair, right? Painted, before she did that, she painted the box kind of gray. Went and got the gray uh, face makeup, put, put that on there, took a very thin wire, put bolts on either end, and, put, and, and brought, brought it around the back of my neck so that the bolts sat on the side of my neck, just like Frankenstein. One of my father's old suit jackets that he was going to, that he was, that he was getting ready to throw out because it was too tattered. She painstakingly cut the sleeves so that it looked like they were torn. Took the back of the jacket because, you know, I wasn't that big, of course. And she sewed the jacket together in the back so that it would fit me at least a little bit. Black t-shirt, black pants, Billy's black platform shoes, and she took red uh, red makeup, monster makeup, and put a scar on the side of my face. So I go I go walking out, and you got to picture this. Now I'm backing up from the camera. I don't know if, for those of you who can see me on the camera, so I backed up and I bent my hands like so, and I'm and I. Stop, I walked out, kind of walking side to side, and I went, Frankenstein wants you. My mother took one look at that and started laughing her head off. My <laughs> brother couldn't stop laughing. Well, I went to the party and got very disappointed. Only for one reason. 
There were seven of us dressed as Frankenstein. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. We had one Dracula, seven Frankensteins, one Wolfman, and two Elviras. Oh, jeez. Well, the real Frankenstein, please step forward. All seven of you step forward. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> actually said that we all walked forward. <laughs> but needless to say, you know... I, I, you know, I look back on, 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 on my youth, and I look at it, and I, and I see how parents raised their kids to be respectful, to do, the, to do the right thing. If we had chores to do, we did them. We had homework, we did it. When it came to having fun, parents were there to make sure that we had our fun, provided we got all our, our, all our stuff done first. If we did something pretty shitty, pretty fucked up, we heard about it. If it was really bad, we got our asses kicked. Today's youth? Or, nope. Today's youth, or you could not be so raised much. in the household of fear, so you didn't step outside the line, being the oldest out of three out of four, but my three sisters, stepsisters, um, everything was, you ought to know better. You're the oldest. <laughs> Go to your room. Well, I was the, I'm the last of, of, of four children, so uh, if I did something wrong and my siblings were supposed to set the example, well, guess what? They heard that and then some. They were mm-hmm. like, but mom, it's not our fault. No, if you're 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 his you're his brother and you're his you're his sisters, you're supposed to set a good example. Or you're supposed to be the one looking after them when you're with them. Exactly. Well, nobody told so me my that. brother was my protector. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> yeah, no, Only my brother was my protector. After that, you know, with that kind of a conversation, he became my protector. He looked out for me. He made sure that, you know, I didn't, that nobody really hassled me. And if he wasn't around, they were, he'd go over to them and say, if you bother my brother one more time, I'm going to kick your ass all up and, up and down this street. Do you understand me? Good. I'm glad we understand each other. Thank you very much for listening. And if you don't listen, if you think I'm joking... Try me on for size. I will put my foot in your ass. I'll do it right now to demonstrate just how serious I am. Needless to say, they did not mess with my brother. Oh, so you had you had a good brother. I had one that called himself Daddy Warbox. And after <laughs> we'd get a big snowstorm, we got chased down by the snowmobile. And if he caught us, he'd run us over. He'd pack us right into the fucking snow with it. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fucked up. And when long about time I was 14, he realized his little brother wasn't little anymore because he went to grab me one time and I broke his nose. And that was the last time he grabbed me. 
was he was nineteen, I was fourteen, and he came to grab me and I just poof broke his nose. <laughs> that was the end of that deal. <laughs> but no. hey, it is what it I is. I never stood up for my sisters. They always tattled for nothing, even when I didn't do anything wrong. And there were times that I did, but um, when even when I didn't, it was I, I was in trouble. So it was like, well, you're on your own. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So you're on your own. Hey, listen. That's that's unfortunately that's a, that's your that's the the job of the siblings. They're supposed to either make you feel like crap, make you feel great, or somewhere, or go go from one extreme to the other and all points in between. Go figure. Well, mine hated me because I never bowed down to the world. I I wouldn't be a little world puppet like they were and like they are. Yep. They sit right there and. Everything that comes across that think box there that sets in front of them, everything yep. that comes across there is that's that's gospel, man. Mm-hmm. Well, no, let me pick up my Bible and I will read you gospel, <laughs> and you won't like it when I'm done, because I'm going to start somewhere back there around Second Timothy or yeah, Second Timothy chapter three, for in the end time, people will be lovers of self. They will be heady, high-minded. That's where I'll start. And let me see. How many of these compare to you? Oh, yeah. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know me, yep. Suzette. I don't know. I don't hold back. <laughs> I got something to say, and I'm pissed. And you're going to hear it. <laughs> yep. That's I see, true. I see numbers moving. Yes. That is the clock that I have been trying to to restore on my on my show for I don't know how long now since I got the new computer and I finally got it working. That well, is I was what time it is in my neck of the woods. I was going to start looking out the window to see if there was a spaceship or something around. There's suddenly you messages, man. Up. Really? Well. Well, hey, listen, you, you I could have right left, left, left it just like this. Oh, Jesus. I could have left it just like that, and then you'd be like, "It no, it's counting up, so it's not a countdown clock. Thank goodness, no countdown clock. That means we're not in. We're not going for doomsday. Well, well it's, it's counting up. Nine, that, means, eight, that means we're counting seven. up to something. Six, oh, it's got AM five, on it. Never mind. It's, it's a clock. It's just a time. Three minutes till oh. destruction. Three. After madness. Two, one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You had a question for Ross? <laughs> oh, I was just going to ask him if he thinks that, like, right now, any of the revelations is happening. Yeah, I do. Like I honestly my, do. There's a buddy in my work. He was telling me something about what the, if I say this word right, a pestilence. Right. Is See, it, we we have the pestilence. That okay. is that that's all the the real diseases that are going on around. Not not this COVID hoax, 
but it's the okay. real diseases that are going around. If you look in California because of the way they are, what's coming back? Typhoid fever, for freak's sakes, is coming back, in, and all these, these other diseases around the world. But we also have one of the final plagues, the locust, that are devastating crops all through North Africa and into the Middle East. Here in America, it's just like the time of Noah as it was in the time of Lot. We are living in Sodom and Gomorrah to where that kind of debauchery is legal and it is illegal to speak out against it. When you look at the four horsemen, yes, the four horsemen have been riding for a while because the first one, to go forth and conquer, it's happening. Famine is happening. The only reason we don't see it in America is because they're enacting their socialist programs and people are not starving because we have food stamps. So they have ways of hiding it. And like I've told a lot, the last horse that rides, him upon it is death and hell follows. What do you think people in the Middle East, in China, in North Korea, you're going to tell me that their life is not hell? Death has already come across. Think of the Muslims pushing through parts of the Middle East, and once they slaughter this group of people, which is death, the rest are living in hell. The way they're treated, the way the women are, are raped and mutilated, and they're living in hell. What we have to look for is when they all these horsemen come together, and these horsemen are coming together. Christians are being persecuted for even going to church. The churches that are doing things are real churches today. They're the ones willing to be arrested for God. The other ones have bowed down to the world, and they will not get what they think they're getting. I'll put it that way. But, yeah, there's a lot of revelation, I think, the members of the church, too, that, that just went ahead and listened to the government instead of um, following God and not letting anybody interfere with their worshiping. Well, that, that's what I don't understand. How come the, the Pope allowed that to happen to say that they're non-essential? That just blows me away. I'm not uh, Catholic, but I was surprised that they bowed down to the government. Because he's a false person. Well, <laughs> Rob, if you want to understand the failures of the churches today, read the first three chapters of the book of Revelation it tells of the seven churches these churches and if you listen to what the wording is at the end of each explanation and the problems with each church for all that have an ear let them hear what the spirit saith unto the churches so all seven spirits had a message for all churches and all people of all time and when you read those, you will see the problems with our churches today. 
the good churches are being persecuted and the bad ones are leading people astray because in those letters there's two there's two churches that God reassures them in the wording that was given on to John through the spirit that they're doing it right keep it up because I will make thy enemy thy footstool you will be persecuted you will be put in jail this stuff will happen to you but you stay true to me and the reward is yours got it well not to make this a Firefox Bible hour but um, <laughs> we've already blown it <laughs> Uh, people who got married and paid for a marriage license blew it. We all blew it if you have a marriage license because God doesn't require a marriage license to be married. No. That That's why and, I was with... We accepted that and we paid it. And clergymen upheld it. So if you got married in a church and they said, we'll marry you, you just bring us your business license or your marriage license, which is your business license basically, um, then we'll marry you. So those who accepted that and, and upheld it, um, they aren't part of the true church. I told, I told the pastor that done my service, if you say, by the power invested unto me by the state of Maine, you'll never see me in this church again, and I will tear up that marriage license. I am getting married under God, under the authority given unto you by God, not by some edict from the state. And he knew I was serious. If I have to pull the native if I have to pull the native side on it, look at how the native they had a ceremony. sure they had a ceremony. But it was the fathers of the bride and the groom that had to agree that them two, and then you were stuck with her for life. Period. Mm-hmm. No exceptions. You better be ready to do it. I mean, there was the the native tribes of this land. They actually did it right. Yeah. Because it was done as a union under the great creator. Not man. And if these clergymen of these churches, pastors, bishops, reverends, that are running these churches, are not promoting that type of way of union between a man and a woman, and they're just going along with what the state says, just so they don't lose their, what, their 501 tax. Yeah. Right. Then they have no business practicing. (laughs) No. And and that's that's why there's so many parts throughout the you know I know a lot of churches and a lot of preachers today they only push the gospels Matthew Mark Luke and John what they don't do is that to understand the gospels you need to understand the rest of the New Testament because there is the law for this gospel mm-hmm. yeah it comes as a whole if, you don't get to pick and choose. <laughs> right. It's not a bag of trail mix. The Bible is right. not a bag of trail mix. You cannot reach in and only take the pe- pieces you like. 
and, but that's and expect to be nourished, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. It, it, it's it's kind of like, you know, for years, I would visit various churches, various denominations, and so on like that, right? Uh, even went to a Saturday service at a synagogue. Now, normally that synagogue read, did everything in Hebrew. Well, since I don't speak or read Hebrew, the rabbi said, for those who visit that do not speak or read the, the language of Hebrew, we can do that. We have an English version that we do here for visitors. So before everything began, he goes, I'd like to, because this was the, the, this synagogue was in my old neighborhood. So the rabbi knew me. He knew my parents, he knew my whole family. God, he, he got to know everybody in the neighborhood. So he, he says, George, Come here a minute. I'm looking at him going, um, really? He goes, really? Come on up here. So this lady behind me puts puts her hand on my back and says, it's okay. He's not gonna he's not gonna bite. <laughs> he might he might he might he might uh, hit you with the jawbone of an ass, but he won't bite. I heard that and I'm like, oh great, I'm gonna be the butt of everybody's jokes today. <laughs> and I get yeah. up there, and the rabbi, the rabbi just looks at me and goes, "See all these nice people out here in the in the congregation?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Do you know they don't know anything about you yet?" I said, "That's because I'm just showing up for the first time as a visitor." He goes, "Right. So we need to correct that." You mind? I said, "Okay." Now, I was a little nervous. No, scratch that. I was a lot nervous. <laughs> I was standing there. I was. White as a sheet, practically. He even noticed. He said, relax, George. You're going to be fine. He goes, I know George's family. His older sister goes to the Methodist church. His parents and he to, and, his, and his other sister to the Episcopal church. George has been going from church to church, visiting all the various churches. But he would never come here. Never, ever thought to come here. Uh-oh. At that point, I was starting to get really nervous. And he goes, but I saw him yesterday. And he was walking past here, and I said, George, tomorrow we have services. You visited everybody else in Peekskill. Why not visit here? And that's when I told him I don't read or speak Hebrew. And he goes, hmm, no, come tomorrow anyway. Just trust me. You'll be fine. Well, now he's here. And he said something in Hebrew that made everybody in the congregation laugh. And I just looked at him kind of funny, and I'm thinking, what did he say to these people to get them laughing? Well, all all that time I was there for that for that service, never found out. After the service, of course, we all gathered in this at this in in the main hall, and uh, you know sat there having coffee and stuff. And the rabbi walks over to me with a bunch of folks from the congregation. He says, George. 
You remember when I said blah, 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 blah in Hebrew? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I just, I have no idea what you said, but yeah. He goes, here is a, here is a man who seeks knowledge, who seeks to learn of, about God. Let's help him learn together. I said, you said all that? And he goes, George, you can say a little in Hebrew, and it says a lot in English. Oh, yeah, a lot of languages, you know, just like, like Chinese or they we have kind of a, a slang. We have we have so many add-ons. You know, you take like um, an Arab speaking English. Uh, you know, I'm going to die. Yes. That there's so many adjectives and adverbs they take out of the language. But I mean, look at our language today. You know, you you've got people out there of all races. It all depends on the area they come from. It's not ask. It's acts. When they discovered America and signed the Constitution of the United States, RZ's big on this one. There was 865 words in the English language that was being spoken here. You know how many we have today? A little under 600. They're not even being taught. Our children aren't even being taught how to cursive write. You ever want to put a kid in their place? Just write them a letter and do it in cursive. <laughs> and mail it to them. No. They won't have a clue. They'll look at that and think it's written in Chinese. Right. Exactly. Hey, 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 now. Now, be careful, Sarge. Uh, no way. Listen, cursive writing is our secret code when we go to war with the young folks. Well, yeah, there you go. There you go. I, you know something? Boyd, Boyd's right. That's, 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 that's our way of saying, we've got your number, punks. Right. You, you could hand one of them a letter telling their forces we're going to attack you at midnight do it in cursive take this back to your headquarters so by the time they find somebody that could probably figure out what it says we're knocking on their door exactly <laughs> hello I remember the first when I was first learning how to write in cursive handwriting just to just to write my name um Needless to say, it looked more like a doctor signed it than me. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. as I, that I'm older and I've gotten, I've gotten better at it over the years. Obviously, I've gotten better at it. It even looks even more like a doctor's writing. I'll sit there, I'll sign for something, and the, and the person will go, uh, "You sure you signed, the, you signed your name here?" Uh, and look at him and go, "Yeah, why?" Are you a doctor? I actually had some, somebody actually asked me if I was a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just scribble. Right. You, you know what? You can catch me 
depending on what day you catch me, is how well you can read my signature. Well, I'll tell you what. The doctor is in. <laughs> oh no, you guys, you guys got to do like what I do. I uh, <laughs> I pull it on all the people all the time. Like I, I have so many doctor's appointments, and uh, one time when I went and I went to leave and I was signing a paper and I started signing with my left, and she looks at me. I, I had my first name done, and she. I thought you were right-handed. Oh yeah, thanks for reminding me. And I changed the pen, and I finished my name in my right hand. <laughs> I can, I'm ambidextrous. I can do both. Uh, I, I, I started to think what, see, I, 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 I tried writing with my left hand, okay? I had my, my, my right arm was in a sling. I couldn't, I, I couldn't do anything. I didn't break my arm. I, I actually sprained the elbow so badly that I really couldn't, you know, move without pain. Mm-hmm. And then another time when I had bursitis so bad in my shoulder that it was like I had to keep the arm immobile. So I was waiting. For, I had a package arriving. And the guy says, okay, I just need you to sign, sign here, sir. And I'm, and I'm turning my body like this. And I'm trying to finagle the pen. And he goes, uh, can you sign with your left hand? And I'm like, are you out of your mind? Do you want, do you want a signature or do you want cat scratch? <laughs> he goes, well, um, okay, give it a try. Well, well here, we'll try it. I start to, I start to move one line, and I slipped the, the, my hand slipped, and I put a pen stripe through the entire document. <laughs> you, you, you have to you're right, bend you your wrist around. Your left hand. You, you have to bend your wrist around and actually write backwards. My, I do have a sister that's left-handed. And that's when I realized I could do it because I was writing with my, and I'd watch her write something. And then just one day I started trying it. And over time, it got to the point where I could use both. But I've always been able to do that. Like working on cars, it doesn't matter if I reach in and run the wrench with my left or my right. Where a lot of mechanics, if you notice, they always get bent out of shape because they can't quite reach apart because they're twisting their body to get their right arm up in there. Me, I'll just twist the other way and put my left arm up in and run the wrench the same way. Swinging a hammer, doing anything, I use both hands. I, I, I always have. But that's, uh, it, it's funny because what it, what it caused where I was anodextrous, that does have conflict for kids with their brains. I could never get my D's and small D's and B's right. I'd always get them backwards. The only time I, I knew my my D for my name because it was my name and it was how my name was written. But other times I'd sit there and be putting small D's where they're supposed to be B's and B's with D's and back and forth. It it just and that's why like when I type now I notice I'm a two finger typer I've never learned to type so it's like I'm doing it on a keyboard but my every now and then my right hand will hit the space 
before I put the last letter of a word. So it winds up on the start of the next word. But that's where I have to keep thinking about how I'm doing it. Hell, I took and then I, I really I, freak. I took typing in high school and failed it, so. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Minor X's. But I mean, I can. Things with X's. <laughs> well, you come to Maine, you know, I'll, I'll shoot a moose and we'll we'll take care of that anorexia problem for you. <laughs> I need some kind of help. You know, what happened right. the day when you could sign your everything with an X? I guess the check marks screwed that up, huh? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I knew. Uh, I knew I was a tr- I knew I was in trouble when I had sh- shoulder surgery. I'm right-handed. It was my right shoulder. My whole arm was uh was out of uh out of action. And I was so right-handed. I hate to say this, but I had to have my wife come in a few times. And wipe because I couldn't quite function with my left. Yeah, there there are people and like then, that. And then and then and then I got scared because after about well six months to a year uh, after my shoulder was all screwed up and I had broke that my right arm again and you know all sorts of crap. And it all happened to my right arm. But I started to get scared because, you know, I could sign my name with my left hand and read it. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm a lefty. <laughs> Say it ain't so. But it, it is it is bad. I mean, if you if you look at everything out there, I did notice there was a lot of stuff that my sister had a hard time using, like a can opener. A can opener is made for a right hand person. It's not made with a handle on the other side for a left hand person. Different things like that. It's weird. That you find a left hand. But I mean, store. like, right? Exactly. But back in the seventies the and the eighties, man, we, we didn't have those. And yeah. it, it's like now the bo- the the boys still right today they, they just laugh. Like if I go to make a pot of coffee, my right hand is getting the water, my left hand is taking care of the the coffee filter and I'm putting the coffee in while my other hand is getting water. I do the bowls at the same time. That's pretty good. I I learned a long time ago that while I have a left hand, it is limited. It does limit me to using it for only certain things. Like, for example, lifting boxes, moving furniture, punching people in the face. (laughs) I mean, it's a limitation I've I've come to realize. It's It's an honest limitation. Um, oftentimes, 
I'll someone will give me a smart ass answer and I'll go smack 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 with my left hand and find that it works just great for that. Well, I usually tell a lot of people that me lives on the right, myself lives on the left, and I live somewhere in between. <laughs> there you go. Problem with that is myself, and here's I, right in between. Yep. The problem with, the problem with no way and me myself and I is is when no way gets in an argument, right? No way. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I have three opinions. And I, and there you go. You know. I have three opinions, and they're all right. That's my story, <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> hey, my name is Johnny. My name is Johnny Tartlett. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember one time I was I was with a, a couple of friends of mine. We were taking we got we get we're at Grand Central Terminal, and. Being a wise ass, I uh, I said okay. There were th- there were three trains, all in the station, all getting ready to go around the same time. One was actually it was three trains. Two were going to leave. One was the Harlem line. One was the New Haven line, and of course one was the Hudson line. No, no, sorry, three because they're three. Anyway, well get this. We had to take the Hudson line because that's the line we're on, right? But half the time, the extra cars are from either the New Haven line or or not. Well, me being a smart ass, uh, I turned around and said, "Okay, uh, do either one of you guys remember which which track we're supposed to get on?" And, and, of course, I made sure I distracted them very carefully, very carefully, very methodically. And I said, okay, we, look, we got to remember. Should we go, George, we don't have time to go back and look. I said, okay, well, here's, an, here's, all right, here's what we do. I'll get on the Hudson line, whichever one that is. I'll get on this train, you get on this train, and you get on this train over here. Whoever ends up back in peak skill first, Knew they made the right train. Those two idiots actually got on the New Haven and Harlem lines. Well, New Haven, well, Harlem line was actually uh, very easy to figure out. Uh, New Haven line should have been very easy to figure out, especially the New Haven line because they had really nice train cars. I mean, big digital clock displays. Where each each stop was 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 digitally represented and it was really nice and the seats were absolutely comfortable. I know because I rode to I had to go to Connecticut once by train. Anyway, I get back, I, I I holler out, get off those trains before they and before I could say another word, the doors had closed on the New Haven line and it started pulling out of station. <laughs> the Harlem line. He got off the train, saw that I wasn't anywhere, so did not see me or my friend or, or our, friend, our other friend. He was already on that train pulling out to New Haven. He was on his way to Connecticut. <laughs> and, of course, 
the other guy decides, okay, well, I don't see George, so I better get on this train because it might be the right one. Because if George doesn't realize he's on the wrong one, I don't know. And this is what he told me he thought later. When the other guy came back from Connecticut, he got off at the first stop. He 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 was lucky. He got off at the very first stop, took the next train back to Grand Central, and then took the correct train back to back to Peekskill. The next day, I was in deep shit. <laughs> I kid you not, I was in deep shit. I never will do that shit again. The only problem I have here in Maine is it's hard to get a moose to stop once he started running. This is my stop. To, oh, shit. I'll have to catch a self-bound moose. Oh. Yeah. All aboard the northbound moose. Yeah, because you don't want to be caught on the south end. You jumping off. All aboard. I'd use that one to talk about General Mills, but I don't think people would get it. She looks like the south end of a northbound moose. No okay. comment. <laughs> hey, hey! I just thought of something. I give up. What? What if? Yeah. if what if old General Mills herself and Andrew Cuomo, who's by the way single, he even made a mention of it while in a briefing. I'm eligible. That's what he said in an actual in an actual briefing one day. If really? Mills ain't married, and even if she is, who cares? Take General Mills and Cuomo and put them together. You know what you would have then? A general and a, and a wuss. Because the wuss doesn't know what the fuck to do, and the general does too much. Well, all she'd have to do is flick his nipple rings, and he'd be happy. <laughs> Point, no way. <laughs> no, what you do with that, you put up a couple of jumper cables up there and hook it up to a 12 volt battery. Zap, zap. There you go. Oh, geez, yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> Get one no, of those. No, no, I'd, no. Here, I'd, I'd pull a 12 volt out of a skitter that has about 15 to 1600 cranking amps and hook that puppy <laughs> up. Let's see how far we can. Let's see how far we can light that puppy's. I've got a really good question for everybody. I wonder what would happen if he had to, if, if paramedics had to use a defibrillator on him. One, one where it's supposed to go, one on the side of the chest. Clear. Would the would would sparks come off of his nipple rings? They they'd mm. cut them oh. off. Cut them. The off. first thing they do is cut. They'd have to cut those off. You I can't send an electric. You know, because you need that. They're directing an electrical charge. That metal would direct it in the wrong place. It would fry his fucking nipples right off. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Ouch. Yep. Yep. I mean, well, they wouldn't have to worry about rings no more. No. Wouldn't have to worry about nipples either. (laughs) Well. 
According to what I've heard, there's a guy, like a bar or something, that can actually tattoo good enough that, you know, it looks like a real nipple. If one gets past you. Oh, yeah, there's guys. I I know guys that, man, they are, they always want, I have big arms. They always have big, big muscular arms. And all they would see is, oh, look at that real estate. And you ain't getting near me with that needle. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chicken. <laughs> I, I hate You're needles. a chicken that has chickens in his yard. This, this yeah. is the only tattoo on my whole, on my whole body. Right. Two hearts, yeah. two ribbons. The names, thankfully, have since gone to shit, but oh well. It was my ex-wife's name and my name. Stupid me. I didn't know that you should only put your children's name on your arm. Yeah, that's what love does to you, boys and girls. What's love got to do with it, huh? Well, I'm well, thinking guy, of having this tattoo touched up. Put it, put in the name, put the it. ribbons accordingly, and have a have a have have a an Excalibur like an Excalibur sword going through them, and a single drop of blood coming off the tip of the uh, of Excalibur. Yeah. This guy here drew up one. It was a it was an eagle that would have been holding a tomahawk and the the feathers and the way he drew it up and the way I know he colors. I mean, it would have been it would have looked like a bald eagle holding a tomahawk. But I said, no, there is no pause. I can't even handle a nurse coming up and shoot me once, let alone you sitting there for what eighty, ninety thousand pricks, and that's just to get the outline. I don't think so, dude. I never did. Well, a buddy of mine uh, down in, down in uh, Yonkers did this. Um, his tattoo, he, he, the guy who owns a tattoo parlor, in, or did own one in Yonkers. I think he's since uh, he's since uh, gone, he, uh, closed up shop you know, after all these years. Uh, but I went there and I told him exactly what I was looking for. He didn't say nothing about the names or anything. I'm like, cool. Call me a price. Had this done for about a hundred bucks. He did a nice job, and it was really nice at the time. I found out later about the names. I really should have done my research at the time, but I was, <laughs> I was a bit younger. I was in my thirties. I was stupid. Hey, get free publicity. Call up them tattoo nightmare guys there that do the show. That you'd have a half hour show of them fixing your tattoo. You know that that sounds like an actually a good idea. <laughs> right. Wouldn't wouldn't translate well on the internet radio side, but sure would on the video side. Cause me, I mean, I'm. That's just the way I am. I mean, I, I'm the one that wants to call the pizza shop down here and tell them to, you know, I want a Hamburg pizza and hold a Hamburg. <laughs> you know, that's just oh, the way I am. <laughs> the pizza shop across the road from me. I walked in there the other. I walked in there this morning because I, I, I had to. I, want, I pre-ordered a, uh, a Stromboli. I haven't had that in a long time. I wanted it for lunch. So I go in, I order it, and the guy said, we'll call you as soon as it's ready. 
And I said, now, now listen to me very carefully. I want to, I'm going to be very specific about what I want in this stromboli. I said, I don't want any cheese. I don't want any meat. I don't, and I went down the list of all the stuff that goes into a stromboli, and the guy goes, then you're just getting the shell. Fried dough. <laughs> and I, I looked at him and said, well, doesn't that old saying still ring true? The customer is always right? Well, his wife, I didn't know she was there. She knew this joke. She comes walking out and says, honey, he's pulling your leg. God, are you that dense? <laughs> yeah. He wants a stromboli the way So make him a stromboli. She looks at me and she goes, and you, you little wise ass, quit <laughs> trying to trick my husband. That's not nice. Uh, but it's so much fun. Yeah, well, before they made it illegal in Maine, Japan. I was going to. I was going to make a BLT and walk into a mosque and ask the guy beside me, you want a bite of my BLT? <laughs> You're off. That, that would have been, I, would have, I would have sold tickets for that. <laughs> yeah, but that's if I would have made it out of there alive. Tell the ticket, story. Ticket, ticket, ticket. What? I catch a ticket to see, to see whether a Muslim will take a bite of a BLT. Yeah. <laughs> Two dollars for ticket. Get your tickets while they're while they're re- while they're going fast. Oh Jesus! So that imam and a bunch of the people in that mosque would be, would be oh. chasing me down real quick. Oh yeah. Change the password. Maybe like the password. That motherfucker selling tickets to this. Get him! <laughs> Get him, boys. Yeah, George, did yeah. you uh, did you have? See that uh, that clip that I put in FFNO about uh, Ted Nugent, Ted Nugent, and what he said about these cops that were enforcing unconstitutional um, things about this, uh, you know, the pandemic and oh yeah, see that? Oh, he got he got pissed. Let me tell you, all for Ted Nugent, damn right, he's a man. Yeah. Well, the cop that done the Instagram got. Uh Suspended. Yeah, well, check this out. The one on YouTube, uh, I mean, if you ain't with Ted Nugent, yeah, then you need to did. bag the fucking country. Okay? It's plain and simple. If you're not with him, you need to pack your bags and leave the fucking country. ASAP. <laughs> that, that's it. That's what I've been saying right along. You know, it's like, what are you doing to fight back against this tyranny? I spent six hours on Twitter four hours on Facebook, and I made 20 videos. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what did you do? Well, I loaded 16 clips with uh, with rounds, and I oiled up my guns, and uh, I, I bought some more ammo. Okay. <laughs> right. You don't use the Second Amendment, you're going to lose it. And you lose the Second Amendment, the Constitution's out the door. Right out the window. Ping. Well, I'll tell you right. what. I'll tell you what. It's a short read. Get a load of this. You're going to love this, folks. Ted Nugent blasts cops who, ca- who carry out unconstitutional COVID orders. The Motor City Madman. And his... 
Either my eyeballs are in need of some serious sleep or something. Ruckus, I think it's Ruckus' wife. Drop by for exactly the kind of high-octane, kick-ass, unfiltered interview you would expect from a no-BS couple like them. They cover a lot of ground in this one. The cowards of COVID? Check. How to stay sane while the world loses their ever-loving minds? Sure. Hunting and archery? Naturally. The outrageous affronts to constitutional rights? Oh, hell yeah. Ah, He has some big plans for how hunters are going to help take back America from the petty tyrants, too. Check it out. Now, there's a video on here. It's about an hour long. I'm not going to play it, of course. So, I'm going to put this link in the chat room, and for anyone who wants to check it out later, you'll be able to do, 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 do that. There it is. But, yeah. Well, he tells it like it is, these fucking cops, and he's exactly right. He said, you ought to be ashamed of your goddamn selves. Not stupid. In other words, you stupid son of a bitches. Okay, trying to, trying to enforce something that is, is blatant, unconstitutional right in your fucking face. Okay? And these fucking, these, them fucking cops like that, they ought, to be, they ought to be kicked out of this country, too. Okay? You uphold the Constitution. You gave an oath to that Constitution. And you put your pulling bullshit like this? <laughs> Holy Toledo. The, uh, I think it was uh, a couple of days ago or two or three days ago. There's a there's a judge in Dallas County, Judge Clayton. I think his name is Judge Clayton. He was, was all with that Obola uh, scare, you know, a couple of years ago or whatever. And he said, well, everybody in Dallas County's got to wear a mask and all this stuff, you know, like you know, big Caesar, big master, you know. And uh, Greg Abbott, uh, the Attorney General, talked to him and said, no, you don't. You can't supersede the governor's orders, so stand down. So the governor told this judge that they're in Dallas County. They got some crooked son bitches up there, let me tell you. They really do. That Clayton and that other dumbass that locked that lady up. They some dumb fucks up there, let me tell you. Go ahead. Well, the way I see it is this. These cops that enforce uh, unconstitutional COVID orders, first of all, the orders are not laws. There isn't a law written that justifies what these officers have done. All right? And I've said that, I'll, I'll, I'll say this right here, right now. I walk out that front door. If I don't have a mask on my face or some form of face covering and a cop confronts me about it and tells me that he's going to arrest me for not following the, 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 lawful, the lawful order issued by the governor, I'll tell him, okay, officer, you want to arrest me for not wearing a mask and or face covering. 
and not obeying the lawful order of the government. Is that what you're telling me? That's right. If that's his response, my next, the next words out of my mouth would be, what law did I violate to warrant you arresting me? There isn't a law written to justify arresting me, is there? If that cop is, is, is honest, that cop will answer, no, there is not. If they're dishonest, they'll say, yes, there is. And if they're dishonest, my next words would be very simple. I want you to tell me, chapter and verse, the law that I'm violating, since obviously you're telling me there is one, but yet I know there is not. So let's make sure, let's make absolutely certain you're 100% correct here, because if you're not, when I get out of the jail, I'm going to a lawyer's office, I'm going to file a federal lawsuit, not state, but federal lawsuit against you, your department, and the town. And if you think that sounds like a threat, it is. But I guarantee I will carry it out. And I also guarantee I will win. Why? Because the, I will ask the judge one pointed question. What law did I violate to warrant being arrested? And if the judge says none, then somebody better explain to me what right the cop would have had to arrest me in the first place. See, people need to get creative. They need to get constructive. They need to understand that there isn't a law written to justify being arrested for violating a COVID stay-at-home order or wearing a mask or opening your business to, so you can feed your family. It's that simple, folks. No, no tyrannical government, no dishonest cop is going to dissuade me or anyone I know from doing what they know to be the right thing. Make no mistake, Ted Nugent is right. And I'm willing to bet there are people on this call that would agree that I did call it as, as, it's, as I see it. Right. And, Show and me the is. law. Otherwise, get out of my face. Right. You know, they, they've given themselves the power that a governor can create whatever totalitarian, authoritative law. It's not a law. It's an order. For any cop that adheres to it, then he has broken his oath, and he does not deserve the respect that that badge is supposed to bring. What is going to start happening, guaranteed, mark my words, 
bullets are going to start somewhere. Someone is going to, they're going to just be pushing too hard. And bullets are going to fly. And that'll be our sign. We're either going to have to stand up and defend America for what America is, or it's gone. Because there ain't, there ain't no amount of tweets, there ain't no amount of posts, there ain't no amount of videos that's going to stop what has already happened without a, sadly, a strong show of force. We've had enough. Yep. This is not communist China. No. We do not elect legislators to sit back and renege on their constitutional duty to legislate and you've subverted and given all the authority over to a tyrant that is openly destroying businesses, destroying your life, forcing you into socialism where they have the authoritative law over you? No. This is not communist China. You forgot one thing. It's called the Second Amendment, and we're going to use it. Back off, or we're coming for you. They just need like to know that say, America is ready. Yeah, it's just like the old saying goes. What is it that's saying? The, the tree of liberty has to be refreshed with the blood of patriots and tyrants from time to time? What do you think that came sure from? Sure does. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, it, it, it's, not, it's not something to be joked at. It's, it's, it's true because these people... They just, they just, they're just craving, just like a mad dog. They're just foaming and craving this power trip that they're on. Just because they give their, you know, they're they're elected into a position of power, basically a governor, you know, that power, or hell, even a mayor. Okay, they they get, they, you know, they don't, they're not a no mayor or anything, and all of a sudden their balls get big in the state of Texas, and they got, oh look at me, I'm something fucking special. Fuck you. You ain't no you ain't no better than I am, son. Okay, you know what your saying goes? <laughs> Go ahead. I don't I don't have any qualms about telling somebody while holding my AR seven you can make the wrong move into my fucking house, they'll be taking you out with a toe tag. Guaranteed, they will not try anything. They're smart. Now, where I'm moving to, I'll be on the second floor. Not that I really wanted to be on the second floor with my arthritic knees, but I take what I can get. Being on the second floor, that puts me in a unique position. (coughs) They will not climb through my windows unless they have a ladder. And they will not get through the downstairs front door unless they break it open. And on either side of that door will be neighbors. And where I'm moving to, they have been known to call the police at the slightest sound. Before the police could arrive, anybody trying to break through my front door will hear the words, Leave now or I open fire. 
I will not let anyone through that door that has no business being in there. That's why I'm glad I'm a good carpenter. All I'd have to do is is patch a hole through the wall. <laughs> no kidding. Because they'd be pounding, trying to get in the front door, and a bullet would go right over their fucking head. Next one will be about eight inches lower. Guaranteed. When a 30-odd six blows a friggin' hole two inches round on the back side of the wall, they'll be leaving. Here's something interesting from the Daily Mail. Uh, so I got I got to do one thing first. Oh, England's version of uh, the New York Times. Oh, I sent you a link in the chat in Skype because um, we can't get into Mixler, um, and it's it's um, the most recent officer that had gotten fired. Greg Anderson, officer is doing the right thing. He speaks about the Constitution and the tyranny and the abuse that he's seen going on. And he stood by his word. His boss had told him, because uh, he's out of work now, that uh, he needed to take the video down after they congratulated him. They congratulated him. They saw the video. He went into work, patted him on the back and everything else. Good job, you know, all right, right on, and all this other. And then next thing you know, the governor called his boss and said he's got to take the video down. And he said, I just got done saying in my video that you've got to be willing to stand up no matter what, whether it requires, you know, leaving your job, if that's what it means, because you have to stand up for liberty. We have to take a stand. If it's not us, you know, then who? And so, um, and, and he told his boss, I can't. I can't take it down. And he said, well, I hate to do this. And he's like, do what you got to do. I, I can't take it down. I won't take it down. <laughs> Right. So I thought, when people watch the video, you have to click the like. It's good to click, click the like and subscribe. You don't have to do the notifications. But at least they'll have some sort of form of income until I can find, you know, another job. <laughs> but it helps out. Well, according to um, this article I have here, uh, this is from the Daily Mail, parents could be fined $1,000 for not sending their children to school as mandatory attendance rules are introduced. But there's one group of children who can still stay home. Okay. I, gotta, I don't believe this. i got to bump it up so I can read it better. Parents who refuse to send their children to school after coronavirus restrictions are lifted and classes resume could be slapped with a $1,000 fine. Mandatory attendance rules will be reintroduced in Western Australia, requiring students to physically attend school from Monday. Premier Mark McGowan told reporters on Thursday that children would learn more effectively if they were physically at school. Bullshit. 
It's time for all West Australian students to fuck. I hate when this happens. I get a pop-up in front of my face and it throws off everything. It's time for all West Australian students to go back to school and go back to the classroom, he said. This decision has the support of all stakeholders in the education sector and our health experts. Students who are kept home from school will no longer be provided learning materials and will be marked as absent unless they present a valid reason. The fines are $1,000, but there is an extensive process that tries to engage families to try and address the absenteeism. Education Minister Sue Ellery said, Mr. McAllen said exceptions will be granted if a student or a family member is medically vulnerable. Wow. However, being nervous about contracting coronavirus will not be counted as an exception. They really are. They're they're really getting all, all nasty down there in, in the land down under. Western Australia record, record, excuse me, recorded three coronavirus cases in 14 days, as the state slowly emerges from lockdown. Students were sent back to school in Queensland and New South Wales on Monday as states attempt to loosen restrictions as infection rates decline. Uh, okay, so what's the exception that allows the that allows them to allows kids to stay home? I mean, none. NSW will, has still limited face-to-face learning to one day per week with normal attendance expected to resume by term three. So basically they're going they're sending the kids back to school and uh no mention of whether there'd be social distancing really uh except for that one little sentence. But no mention of whether they would have temperature checks, masks, all of the above. Well, that's, a, that's all great. Australia, mwah, love you. But guess what? Don't care at the moment. I'm more concerned about what's happening here in my country. So Daily Mail, bite me. Here's an interesting little switch. I don't know how many of them are left in this country, but according to uh, Fox Business, before the pandemic, customers were out and on the go, grabbing breakfast on the way to work, buying lunch while running errands, or indulging in an after-school Slurpee treat. Said Robin Murphy, 7-Eleven Senior Director of Fresh Foods. That has all changed, and people are home and eating together as families. Well, apparently, 
7 Eleven is, is, is offering ready to bake food for housebound consumers. Well, all right then. Well, you, you know something that will end a lot of this attacking of the children? See, what, the, what these countries have learned, you, you take here in America, when they go back to school, it's like, Johnny, what did you learn during the